everyone, welcome to Our Free Geeks, where we do dungeons and dragons and science. Set in the sci-fi world of Braxigantu. We are four science communicators who love to play D&D, and then afterwards we talk about the science behind the sci-fi concepts that came up in the game. So we shall introduce ourselves. Uh, I am Sharmini, I use she, her pronouns, and today I am playing Tenebris, and most, most days we play the same characters. <laughs> I'm playing Tenebris. Um... She has white hair and goggles, and the appearance may have been built around that I have this really cool wig. Um, and is some kind it is a cool of a deep law <laughs> <laughs> character Dark created because I had a wig, <laughs> all right. Um, some sort of sorcerer, mystical mind powers, but but sciencey mm, slime mold, what? Emily mm. <laughs> Bates. Oh, it's me. Hello, I'm Emily Bates. I am a science video producer, and in this I play Infinite Skies 6000, who is a terraforming druid, droid, um, circle of stars, robot chick. So, <laughs> wow. Robot that's, chick. That's them. Robot chick. So, <laughs> yeah. It's Simon. Uh, hello, I am Simon, and most streams in fact all streams uh, i also i play uriel who is a cybernetically enhanced human that we run in our reskin of dnd 5e as a dwarf monk um and um very excitingly uriel along with the other characters may have just leveled up to level three we've and... got to sleep we have to oh, sleep. Well, okay. Yeah, okay he won't let us until we sleep in, in theory we have leveled up um <laughs> but uh which brings with it some exciting upgrades and in uriel's case they literally are Upgrades. I'm um, so intrigued as to what. Uh, and, I think you did uh, say actually. No, you did say. Didn't. I did say last time, I believe. Yeah. Um, and uh, I use he him pronouns. Yuri uses he they. And I make science videos for a living. And also may have written the book. Oh God, it's gone. Mike, <laughs> it's normally behind me. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> podcast listeners, Emily Bates has a signed copy of Firmament by Simon. Oh Clark. yeah. Can I read the signed that copy out for next everyone else? Level pantomime. <laughs> it says Bates brackets Emily. <laughs> I think you're great. This is my first signed copy. Sorry. And then the signature. <laughs> so, uh, and I tells think, you how to do this. Well, because you did ask, you were like, what should I write? And I was like, I don't know, Emily, I think you're great. And so it wasn't even Simon thinking I'm great. It was just because I told him to write that. So, uh, if Captain Picard has taught me anything, it's that you just need to listen to the people around you, know what they're talking about and just do what they say. So, I, don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. Why are you flashing red? <laughs> Something's happening. Red October standing by. Um, I, I'm not sure why that went off. Let me just uh, quickly Chaos. tweak those settings. But in the meantime, there's one <laughs> final person that needs to be introduced, and that is our dungeon master, Ali Jennings. Hello. I am Ali Jennings. You see he him pronouns. I'm the DM for this campaign i've created the world it's beautiful and lush and amazing uh and that's it i think oh i make science videos and you know i love science yeah I, that's yeah it sounded a bit trumpian didn't it didn't i, I, I was thinking gold member <laughs> well off the rails that, already guys let's uh, yeah okay bring it back right. rolling the intro i'm calling it this time rolling the intro So, where were we? Our party had stolen a shuttle bound for the city of Gunka. They wanted to reach there to uh, meet up with a mysterious group called the Red Runners. But 
they were boarded on their voyage towards Gunker uh, by some sort of strange creature. The creature slew the crew of the ship and searched for our party, but did not find them until our brave heroes decided to steal the other ship. Yeah. And so they, with some excellent uh, uh, metamorphosizing, <laughs> yes, but from Emily Bates, turning herself into a. It was Emily Bates. It wasn't even Infinity. It was me. I did it. It was horrific. If you've if you've not seen the vlog, spare yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, do with continue. Much screaming and general spideriness, transformed himself into a huge spider, climbed into the ship got everyone else up via a rope, uh, just oh. in time to see this creature pounding its way towards you, making various horrible faces and noises, which I won't do here. And then you left, flew into the sky. In what was what the ship called? Out. What was the ship called, Ali? You actually don't know its name. It's I'll called the Tooth Fairy. It's called the Tooth Fairy. That's what it's called. <laughs> That's what it's, we call it. has been christened the Tooth Fairy by ignorance... But, that's us. anyway, <laughs> attempted to fly this tooth ship through uh, the sky towards Gunker, failed, ended up flying it in a completely different direction, um, but did manage to land it without everybody dying. And when they exited the craft, they found themselves here, which is what all these noises you can hear in the background are about. They found themselves far south of Val. Oh. In a swampy bayou. <laughs> in the bayou. Bayou. Ding, 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 ding. In the bayou. It occurred to me, by the way, that we were, right, <laughs> we were in a hijacking situation. We hijacked a ship that mm -hmm. was itself hijacked. And okay. then we survived the hijacking of our hijacked ship. Yeah. By hijacking, hijacking the ship that hijacked the hijacked ship. The hijackers, yeah, that's our party name. Well. We've solved oh, it. Everyone. Yeah. We've got sound bad in the court. Like, sound bad. Yeah. The, and when the court case comes up, and they're going to be like, can you refer to yourselves as? Did you hijack the ship? <laughs> hijackers? <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. Sorry. That was, that was that was great. If you've got more, I mean, go on. This sounds. This feels like an important <laughs> moment. I feel like this isn't in character. I feel this is very much the oh, RP yeah. geeks talking. <laughs> We. So. <laughs> oh, you're just um, saying yes in French. Cool. <laughs> leaving the ship, no. Infinity, you stepped out into this lush, verdant new world. Around you, the golden light of the setting sun suffuses the haze rising off the swamplands. Uriel and Tenebris, you peek your head out. You, Tenebris, the light is very bright, almost blinding to you. You feel beads of sweat forming on your face in the humid air. The undergrowth rises to around your knees, bulrushes, reeds swaying in the water. You're standing in up to your ankles, in this water. In front of you, you see some patches of open pools speckled with lilies bursting bubbles from unseen sources. 
gnarled old trees spread twisting roots through the mud on which sprout smaller plants, orchids, bladderwort, mosses. You can see some way through the sparse tree trunks, although you have to squint through the rays of the sun, standing out in the mists. Streams, wider watercourses wend their way through the silt and the soil in the distance, and the sound of life is everywhere. Uriel, you can hear insects whirring and humming and birds squawking and then occasionally a low grunting of some larger creature in the distance. You feel the heat on your chest of the sun, but when you look up, you see the darkening evening sky, which almost feels cool. Infinity, you approach the body of the creature who had attacked you on the shuttle. The water laps around your ankles as you see the creature. <laughs> Open one eye and move its head towards you. Yes, um, hello. Now, Uriel would like to keep his belt on, so it would be better if you didn't try and fight us right now. Who are you? Hello, I'm Infinite Sky 6000, serial number 8697. I've forgotten the serial number again. God damn it, Emily Bates. Wait, stop it, I've got it open. I don't have it open before I do it. I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Whilst this is happening, Uriel <laughs> is absolutely disgusted. This is the grossest place he has ever seen in his life. <laughs> Yes, sorry. Infinite Sky 6000, serial number 86919726, PMGB1530ML. Hello. Where is my ship? Oh, just just over there. How's the ship looking in the in the muddy water? The ship is half buried. So the pointed end of the ship, which looks like this canine tooth with one end as the enamel point and the other end as a root sticking up out of the mud, has lodged itself tooth first into the silt and mud and is half buried. Uh, and at, right now it looks like some sort of monstrous fleshy flower budding out of the ground um, from which you've exited. The creature turns its neck grating, you hear bones clack around its shoulder blades and reaches with its one eye towards the ship. You see it let out a slight an exhalation. Will you kill me? Oh, um, only if you try and kill my friends. Otherwise I won't. Will you kill us? Is kind of a question that I'd like to ask, actually. Mm -hmm. This is Uriel. The creature looks at you, Uriel. You, metal man. 
I'm technically more metal than he is. Uh, yeah, she actually is. She's um, a little bit of a sword, kind of, sword point, actually, maybe. More of a, more of a kind of compound. No, it's more synthetic. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I quite metal. like it, actually, Uriel. I don't think we've really spoken about it, but I like the kind of melding together. It's interesting. I know your kind. Why you here? <coughs> the ship crashed. Yeah, it, the the two ship it um Im- impacted. And the creature looks between the two of you, as if sizing up. You not kill me, then you free me. Would, would you like, what would you like to be freed from? Why did you come on the other ship? You see, the creature is clearly thinking. What you see is a slender, crumpled form, thick, pachyderm-like skin, greeny-gray, sunken eyes, no nose, and a circular mouth. Now, (laughs) sucking air in with what seems like great pain. I must hold You must home. Hey, Infinity. Hmm. Ask this is again. this is Tenebris. Uh, hello, I am one of uh, aforementioned friends. That that is me. So don't kill me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Infinity, ask about uh, if we if we can uh, get lift. We can get drop off on way. Oh, to Gunga. Yes, yes. We get drop off. They go home. Yes, maybe home. maybe we you could be a friend too, and we could all travel to Gunka together. Maybe. You're still not really telling me why you landed on our big ship, though. And why you killed Captain Espinosa. That wasn't very nice. We didn't like that. I know live Okay. But uh, where do you live? My home is void between stars. (gasps) You live between the stars? On like a ship or uh, a Lagrange point or what what kind of configuration? (laughs) Sorry, I just, I just, I just realized something. Please continue. My people. No need this place. I home not here, but I must work here. Oh, what do you do? The creature looks at you. <laughs> and stays silent. Oh. 
Do um... I think that means it's something sinister? <laughs> what, what from the from the murderous creature? Did you um <laughs> something sinister? Did you attack uh, the ship we were on from uh, orbit, or were you from the planet already? Ship come from space. We fall like rain on the worlds. Oh. Oh, you've... So you just... You just arrived on the planet. Are there more of you? My... What? 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 My family. My family. We live in void. We come here to. We must. Okay, well, as long as you're not going to kill people, Tenebris, you like people having jobs, right? Oh, yes, I am very uh, pro-employment, especially mm-hmm. my own employment. So if you have any yes. work going, are you hiring right oh. now? Your are you like family? a manager or like a middle manager? I have like two, th- but not killing jobs because I am actually, actually only pick jobs involving uh, not hurting people, not yes. killing people. Not terrible pain. I'm very nice and would never do something like that, you see. You watch as this creature seems to tense a little bit. You see its elbows drawn into its sides somewhat and a strange series of expressions cross its tense features. And then you hear a noise. Are you dying? It's almost like a laugh. Oh. <laughs> I didn't tell a joke. You. You. To send. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I muted myself for the stream, but not for the Zoom call. I thought I had impunity. I had carte blanche to do a shamany sneeze, and I slightly forgot. The best part no, is no, people no, at home just sneezes. heard nothing. No, and we all went pause. <laughs> Sorry, sorry about that. Yes. Apologies. As you were. They sent me for you. And you kill me. Wait, they haven't killed you. (laughs) Who your family sent you for us? How do they know who we are? Us in particular, me, Uriel, and Tenebris. Or was it just the people who stole the ship, whoever that was, which happens to actually be Uriel and the three of us? Yes, yes. We established this last time. I had a 
oh, so did you have a job to stop us? Who hired you? You see the mouth, this ring with what seems to be tiny incisor-like teeth around the inside, almost like the mouth of a leech, contracts slightly as the face hardens. Okay. So, wait, hey, uh, yeah, is it us that you're looking for? Could, um, you know, be kind of useful for? to know if, if we are kind of wanted by a group of people, especially <laughs> people from, you know, space. Um, or like the mining company. Are the should mining I not, company should I not have said us? our names? Yeah, maybe I not. I think we've already introduced ourselves, to be fair. True. That's, well, yeah, that's the point, yeah. Are people out to get us for that whole ship's accidentally borrowing thing it was an accident why did you want to blow up the ship you said self this not self-destruct you said autopilot was going to crash ship like if company sent you did they not want the ship back and the captain and the, that old man who was there and someone else who was a mystery person who was there why you kill them make a persuasion check let's go charisma let's and go can you give a a reason why maybe yeah. they would want to respond? That's fair. Um, yeah, that is a fair point. Um, well, because it would be helpful for us to know, and presumably by this point, your job kind of got messed up anyway, so... It doesn't matter if you tell us. We won't tell anyone if you do tell us, obviously. What was your persuasion roll? Is... No, dodgy... <clears throat> it was a natural one. <clears throat> I no talk. You... <laughs> My ship. Give my ship. Uh, no. No, I think it's our ship now. They're stealing. We already stole one thing. You don't want to steal another thing. We'll get into so much trouble. Tenebris, he's not being very nice. Also, to be fair, the ship's kind of out of fuel now, so oh, yeah, it's not really going to do you any good. You, you know kind of stuck here with us really could could if if you like we could uh we could help you and make you feel better and help you get more fuel if you help us you know like helping because we are stuck in the swamp and i don't know where we are and it is a it is very bright and very warm or we could leave you here well then they might not be very well but we wouldn't hurt them technically hmm. Um, do you um do you want to go back to space or are you okay with being here on the planet i must go back why i fail i must Oh, no. no, no, you know, oh. fail. 
No, well, you're not failed yet. You're kind of in a yes. hanging state right now. You haven't yeah. really output a failure. Yeah, no, you're still the... here. You're yeah. here. So the ship, you know, the other ship is crashed. I what exactly was your job? I don't want yeah. to leave you here on your own. No, but I will. Oh. You are fools. Wolves. Fools. He's saying fools. He's being oh, mean again. I thought he said they are being mean again. What pronouns do you use? Excuse me. <laughs> yes, we would. We would not <laughs> like to miss. We keep you. talking about you in the third person, even though you're right here. Sorry about if that might also be rude. Do you not see? You have doomed me. I am stuck. You're really sorry. We didn't mean to. Aren't we sorry? Oh my gosh, I feel bad now. I'm not sorry because I'm confused about what we didn't do it on purpose. So are you saying if you go back to space, you're doomed and they do something bad to you because of you, your current not win state that you've returned. Who's who pay will need result. I fail. Could you not just go back and say that we all crashed on that ship? You see for a second something passed behind its sunken dark eyes they're a strange colour almost a kind of deep misty purple almost clouded but you can see them move flicking between the three of you make a persuasion check I'm not good at those let's go five If they ever knew, my honor would be nice. Okay, well, you see, now we're at an impasse, aren't we? Because I'm not going to let you hurt my friends. I have an idea. Okay, listen. Now, I know that you had the job, and it is very important, and you have some honor, and you made agreements and commitments. But, you know, sometimes... If if the job isn't working for you, you need to you need to be bold and you need to secretly quit without telling anyone and run away. Mm. Okay? And then you start new life, you have new job, we we help you find employment. I also am looking for employment. We have, you know, some leads on possible archaeology positions. Mm-hmm. We're um, archaeologists. We are. Yes. <laughs> we dig. Um so I think this would be an excellent alternative career route for you if you would be willing to switch it up a bit. Roll one more persuasion <laughs> check. Last chance. This, this doesn't a, work. I have an idea. This is a very persuasive idea. I'm happy to switch to intimidation check soon if, uh, <laughs> if needs be. 23. Oh! There she is. Oh! There's our sorcerer. I'm back. <laughs> For a second, you see conflicting emotion. The first time you've seen it in this creature's face. 
as though they're trying to compute something which is alien to them. You would... You would grant me another path. Well, we could do that. Um, we could let you go back to space if you wanted. Um, sounds like you don't want to do that. Uh, alternatively, if you don't want to take that other path, uh, you don't want to go to space, I'm sure we could just, you know, um, kind of terminate you now. And, you know, if you... If you if you'd like that, you know, we could do that in exchange for you giving us a bit more information, perhaps. Euthanasia. They don't so want cool. that. You don't want that, do you? Well, giving them the choice. Giving them the choice. Pardon. Ready to meet death. I am born to meet death. Oh, that's yeah. Nothing. Okay, my mistake. Right. Okay. So so how about this? Is it how about if you tell us? Um, why you were looking for us and where you're from and you know Who all this kind of you? stuff there's not going to mean anything to you we could uh, you know terminate your life signs in the next kind of 10 minutes and everything, everybody's happy yes we could do it quite quickly be that happy but okay creature flops heavily over to one side and you can see that there's bits of what look like ribs, so much like human ribs, forcing their way up and even almost through this this thick pachyderm-like skin, this leathery carapace, and they're bulging at odd angles. And as it flops, it sucks in air with pain. It looks straight at you, Shaman. Uh, You would provide me another path. I wish to go home, not this earthing, weaseling life. You give me my ship you leave me what <coughs> would you ask if, if you can tell us who who sent you and told you to kill the captain and and was it specifically us you were trying to kill, or was it just anybody who happened to have, you know, borrowed a shuttle? If you can tell the employer on the job, then we will we will leave here. Is that agreed with everyone? We don't need this ship. We cannot fly it. I don't mind not having the ship. Mm. Not like what I do mind is that this person might come back and try and kill us. Yeah, but how? Yeah, but how would they find us? Like they the know... person that they I sent, just the person that sent them might come and send more people to exactly. Us. And I just difference. I just want you to know, and Infinity will look at the creature. If more people come from your family and try and hurt my friends, I will kill them. And I will kill you if you come back. 
And just to reiterate, I am happy to kill you now if that is what you want. My word is my bond. That's very nice, actually, isn't it? Okay, then we have deal. We have employer and the job. In return, we let you be. You can take your ship. It is little, little damp, but it should be fine. <laughs> it looks over shoulder. Yeah, that'll buff out. That will um, That's fine. <clears throat> you will help me. He looks at you, Infinity. You can help me. I can let you have your ship back. Great pain. Yes. uh, Normally I could, but um, unfortunately my power reserves are very low, so I haven't got anything left. Take me to my ship. Um, can I, can Infinity work out whether he's telling the truth about just leaving and not coming back? Roll a insight check. Yeah. Okay, okay, not bad, not bad. Nearly broke my dice string. Uh, 16. Uh, with a 16, this creature is a bit of an enigma. They seem to have mastered the way that humans interact, but they seem to hold this sort of interaction in disdain. What you sense is that they are operating by a different rule set. And that to them, the idea of betrayal is anathema. It would be difficult, extremely difficult for them to force themselves to do it. Okay. Okay. Great. I don't think he'll come back. I don't know if others will come, but we can be away from here by then. Uh, we, we can we can help you to the ship, um, but how about before we, in exchange for us helping you, why don't you help us? And you know, you you can tell us, for example, was it us you're looking for? Was it the people who took the ship, and why were you who looking for? Who hired us? you? It was a train. I am touch. I work for the many heads. That sounds like it could be a charity. That, that sounds could be lovely. A, a the many heads of friendly people, I'm the sure. The many heads of friendship. Yeah. They summon me for this task. They tell me. A ship flies from the mountains to the city. I must destroy it and all who fly aboard. 
That was very useful. Thank you. When you say the city, which city do you mean? Did they tell you? They say if the ship is to reach any destination, fail my mission. Well, I, the, the ship didn't. I think you could chalk that up as um, a yeah, victory condition, actually. Yeah. Ship was destroyed before it reached the city. You three <laughs> must die. See, no, you're doing it again, and then I will kill you. We, so. we will probably eventually die, okay? Like, it, it will take a little bit of time, but... Speak for yourself. Things... I, I don't know what happened. I think I just keep charging up, actually. Okay, yeah, never it's mind. actually kind of just a you problem. That's why we have this issue to never... Okay. Yes, we'll okay. all die. Mm. I can definitely die. Let us help this person back to their ship. Uh, uh, strong people? <laughs> Oh, I'm not strong at all. And, and just, okay. just before we do that, were you the only one sent? Was it just a one lone gunner, kind, gunman kind of thing? What's a gunman? No, we know what guns are. Even all that. Pew, pew. Wiped. For us, we live there. And it rolls its head with a crunch back. And now you can see that it's looking straight at the sky, darkening now, the first stars starting to appear above the trees, above the leaves. And for a second, its head is surrounded by water, which seems as though it's almost on fire with the final gold of the setting sun. And it's a strange image, a devilish creature with a halo of gold, just staring at the sky. You know, we could just kill him still. He's kind of told us what we need to know. Yuriel! I think uh, now we have to let him go back to the ship. I, I don't think he'll... I don't think he'll betray us. Well, we have deal. If your intelligence says that, then um, I, I, must, <laughs> I must trust that, that that is divine. Okay. It's, it's not divine, just to be No, 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 it is. It, it absolutely is. Okay, um, we'll talk about this later. Okay. <laughs> Let's help him to the ship. Okay, I will try and pick up one leg of the person. Just you, Tenebris? <laughs> <Just one> leg. <laughs> no, I'll go help. I'll help. I'll help. I'll help. I'll, help. I'll, help. I'll, I'll try. Then I will I'll look expectantly to... at the others. Oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> I'll go round to his okay. head and kind of lift up his torso. No, oh, the ground should not be squishy. Oh, between I, you, this is so exciting. Managed to carry this creature. As you're carrying it you notice certain things firstly is that it's surprisingly light it's a very slender frame quite tall but with this very strong outer layer of what seems like some sort of skin over it infinity cradling its head you realize that the heaviest part of it by some way is the head and it's almost perfectly spherical like a bowling ball almost the skull it seems to be very, very circular uh, and quite heavy compared to the rest of the body. But there is strength within these sinewy, uh, slender arms. And as you carry it back to the ship, you hear the rattling of its breath. 
and it's looking uh, towards the ship with some kind of yearning. Do you place it inside the vessel? What? Yeah. <laughs> it takes two points of full damage. No. no. <laughs> and it's dead. <laughs> Happy travels. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so they're in a mangled heap on the floor. No. <laughs> Do any of us, I don't think we've asked this, do any of us recognize this type of Oh, yeah, good question. Skin? Have we seen this in a bar, for example? No. We uh, asked if it was like Balzac Boy, and he said, yeah, no. it's not like Balzac Boy. This is new. Everyone who wants to roll a history check. Ooh, 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 I'm not see if you've that. come across this. A non natural 23. 16. Uh, infinity. You have cycled through your data banks and looked for something like this. You are getting some strange feedback. The first thing you can tell is this is not a creature from this world. You know that. It does not appear in any of that data. However, you are getting strange other insights into it you look down at its form the humanoid nature of it you see where the bones are placed and you feel like there are echoes of humanity in there that the similarities are too close to be a mere coincidence but as well as that you're getting some other sensations as though you've felt uh parts of other creatures may be within there as well. Tenebris, you notice nothing at all, because this creature, although being incredibly light, is still very heavy for you. (laughs) (laughs) Uriel, you have lived uh, in Martin's Bane your entire life. You've heard stories. People come, people go. You've seen travelers. You've been to what passes for the the nexus points of those uh, craft. You have heard half-remembered stories, rumors, some strange whisperings of something like this. The, the green men. Sometimes the little green men, when drunk, or someone shouted in the bar, some sort of old wives' tale, but always hushed up. Mm. Mm. All right. You place this figure in the body of the ship. As you do it, the ship starts to close itself around the body. Stand back, stand back, stand back. (laughs) The deep red crimson flesh of the inside of the craft molds itself around the broken form of this creature. And with a long exhale, (sighs) it finally relaxes. The root of this ship forms itself around and eventually closes shut off and the whole ship subsides now some sort of strange crimson monolith sticking out at a strange angle from the bayou and you three are left 
with the final rays of the setting sun standing in the swamp. We should move away from it. Yeah, okay. can we please get somewhere we that is dry? Slightly drier would be good. Either land dry or up tree dry. Yes, absolutely. Right. Look also, around. look how beautiful this place is. Um, there are so many different plants. Listen. Yeah, that's kind of why it's uh, it's really not... This is... Oh, I love oh, it. this is unnatural. I don't it's, like this. No, it's very natural. No, no. It's, is we... the water warm? Uh, yeah. It is cool, but it's not freezing cold. It's certainly not as cold as the water that you were in when you came down through the mountains uh, when you were fleeing the wall. It is nice that it is warm here. The water is still cold. I don't know how you can have a like, really warm place and like really cold water. That makes no sense, but Ugh. it is better than the other place. Splashing through the water to the nearest bit of... Yeah, can we look around for either height or large trees? Um, Infinity just wants to go and look at all the plants and different Aww. and see if there are any animals she can see. Right, wait, oh. You oh, three splash your way towards the roots of this very old gnarled oak that rises out of the swamp. Soil has formed around the roots, clustered and clogged, and grasses and flowers are growing out between all uh, the wooded protuberances there. You can lift yourselves up and sit on one of the major tap roots winding its way out of the trunk, and there you'll be above the waterline. I never thought I'd say this, but I'm glad to see a tree. <laughs> see? You're coming round, Uriel. No, it's just a lesser of two evils kind of thing, really. Um, right, are we going to talk about what just happened? <sighs> yes, we probably should. I think, though... I mean, I, I could definitely do with the sleep. I am... Uh, my, my power reserves are quite low. Yeah, I need to... <sighs> I've got to do something, otherwise I'm just going to have a world of problems in this place. Yeah, well, Uriel, you have to sleep longer than me and Tenebris, so... Um... I, you, you've mentioned this before, I'm aware. Well, it's just it's just because you're so, you know, Look, precious. Fine. Look, fine. Tell you what, tonight I'm just going to run some diagnostics and just, just give me a moment. Come morning, you'll see. Okay. <laughs> 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 Is that how everyone falls asleep now? Just, <laughs> <It's> just like... <laughs> oh, <boom>. oh. <laughs> um, Tenebris, you go to sleep first. I, okay. I want to look at the plants while there's still some light. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. We'll see you in the morning. See you in the morning. Uriel and Tenebris, you curl up amid the roots underneath the canopy of this ancient oak. And above you... You're lulled to sleep by the sounds of the insects whirring and the birds, the nightjar. Infinity, you search through the swamp. Roll an investigation check. Is there anything particular you're looking for? Well, she is looking for plants and animals, um, but actually what she wants to do is she wants to check whether the ship has left or not. Okay. Uh, Well, even without that investigation check, you can see that the ship is still there, completely unmoved. And even as darkness falls, it stands out as this black, conical, lopsided shape against the brightness of the stars and the moons. 
Okay, I'll keep. In, can, how far away is it from the tree and where we are? It's about a hundred meters, so it's okay. clearly visible, Excellent. but it's a distance. Fine. Perfect. Uh, I got a sixteen on investigation to look at plants and animals, but ideally animals. Just okay. like, can she see any cool? She doesn't know what a bio animal necessarily would be here, so just anything. Um, you look through the plant, look through the waters, and what you're mainly seeing is that in this swampy territory, there are frogs. There are beetles. Um, you can see lots and lots of little insects, mosquitoes um, and gnats, dragonflies, very, very large, just uh, hovering and then darting towards their prey. And you see uh, in the sky above uh, small birds nested in the trees. You see the occasional silhouette of something larger, maybe like a gull or uh, some form of Roll a nature check from this silhouette Yay! in the final phase. Uh, that is also a 16. From the silhouette of this uh, bird that you see in the sky, you can see that it's a very wide wingspan, that it's a soaring bird and not a bird of prey, something that you, you might find near the ocean, the sea. Like a seagull. Bigger oh, than a trust. seagull. It's wheeling very slowly in the thermals generated from the final heat off the land. And as you watch, it straightens up and begins to glide away from you into the distance. Mm. The only animal you see, you see fish, lots of fish, minnows, Mm -hmm. you see uh, smaller fish, pilot fish, you see uh, one or two catfish just lazily hugging the submerged roots. Uh, and for animals, you see mice. Uh, I could go on listing all the animals that you see in the swamp. I mean, you could, but... and I could add them all to my list. <laughs> Maybe I'll just add that the one thing you do see, which I don't know if you've seen before, in the distance, um, you see antlers poking their way out from behind a tree. And then the figure of a red deer, a male red deer, walks slowly out, holds up its head to look at you. You can see the moonlight shines on its face and it's picked out against the blackness of the forest behind it. And then with a (laughs) it turns and it leaves. Now I know what it sounds like too, so it won't be a cat. Oh, how wonderful. Um, Okay, she just sits and enjoys it for as long as it takes for Tenebris to have her sleep. Roll a perception check oh. for your night's watch. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, fuck, what's happening? Oh, not great. 11. You know nothing. <laughs> you know nothing, Infinite Sky. You're in the night's watch and you know nothing, Jon Snow. Infinite Sky, 6,000. And Sorry. forevermore, the night watch will be done in that voice. <laughs> <laughs> what do I see? I rolled an 11. Oh. <laughs> uh... See snow, fuck all else. (laughs) (laughs) You've distracted Ali. (laughs) Here, Uriel's stertorous breath, his chest rising and falling. But nothing else apart from the animals you've already seen. Uriel, as you first tumble into sleep, it's black and deep and you feel nothing. 
as your sleep progresses, you start to feel the numbers. Always there. The slow bed, the ripple of ones and zeros. But there is something new. Something new in the feeling of it. Roll a perception check. Oh. Oh. Uh, A five. But sadly, in the depth of your slumber, (laughs) you can't place what the difference is. But you know it's there. Floating point error. Uh, 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 sorry, uh, chat of opportunity. What the hell is that? Oh, float. Oh no, now floating point error is when you um, for, like you have a certain amount of information that you can use to store a number in a computer, and basically, if you are at the maximum amount that you can store, and you try to add to that value, so for example, you can only count numbers up to a thousand, and you're at nine hundred ninety-nine. Thousand and one. <laughs> well, you, uh, so, so when I say you're counting to a thousand, what you, you know, typically in a computer, you'd start at zero and go up to nine hundred ninety-nine. I know. So I'm, I'm sorry. I was being a shit. But if you um, if you add one to that, you go to a thousand, which because you only have three digits to play with, would actually be registered as a zero. So it kind of loops back around. The famous example of this, which is half an old wives' tale, and I think has some truth in it, was when they coded the original Civilization games, and they made oh, Gandhi. Gandhi. <laughs> that's not true apparently it might not be devastated i thought it was true i've heard conflicting things i think i heard sid myers say that okay we need to actually say what it is because there might be people who don't know (laughs) gandhi the the leader of the indian civilization in the first civilization game was coded to be as unaggressive as possible but when nukes were were invented by somebody in the game everybody got less aggressive but because that gandhi (laughs) was at the least aggressive possible he went round to the most aggressive he could possibly be and just started declaring war on everyone And so nuke but they, trigger happy Gandhi is like a thing. In I was going to say, and haven't they made that a thing in future games now? Yeah, Gandhi they, is always now nuke it, happy. The, the if minute he the gets the story them. is to be believed, it was originally a mistake, and it is now a a feature, not a bug. Right. <laughs> so, you know, imagine Neural's just like that was weird. Oh, it's probably just a floating point. I do out. love the Civ games. And then you recapitulate this entire story in your head, yeah. and it brings you pleasure. Yeah, there was an ancient Earth legend of <laughs> an AI called Gandhi. <laughs> Tenebris, from your trance, nothing. You wake as infinity wakes you. Yes, I'm very tired now, so. Uh, okay, is there any wolves? I haven't seen a wolf. I saw a red deer, Tenebris. A deer okay. with antlers. Okay. Are they dangerous? No. No, they're lovely. Mm, okay. Um, the ship is still there, and I'll point to where the tooth fairy is. You know, maybe that person is just, you know, chilling and getting just, things fixed again and just keep an eye on it. I'm I'm worried. Oh, okay, okay. Watch it. Anyway, watch out the deer. Okay, <clears throat> good night. Good. Oh, they're gone. Okay. I'm gone again. Look. Look. <sighs> Roll a perception check for your night's watch. Thirteen. The shadows are closing in. The moons above are very bright. Over the stretches of water that are clear, you can see it reflected off in silver. No movement. 
apart from the insects and the frogs around you. Infinity. Mm -hmm. You slip into sleep. Or at least the defragging that you do when you're asleep. But the moment you close your eyes and engage the program, you are back in the strange glade that you've seen before in your dreams. Green sunlight through the leaves above you. You hear noises. And you're struck by the beauty of this place. You see strange plants you've never seen before. Great bulbs, circular uh, jugs, vines that grow all the way up and entangle other plants. You see the uh, ground is strewn with insects fighting and marching across strange territory. Roll a perception check. Uh, Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, 24. Give me, give me, give me, give me. 24. This feels wrong. You know what life is. You are encoded with it all. Something about this does not work, but you cannot put your finger on what it is. As this is happening, you feel a strange emotion coming upon you. Something that you've yet to feel in your new uh, experiences in this body. You feel dread a deep sinking in the pit of where your stomach would be. You look around and you see the trees, the vines, the leaves start to sway almost imperceptibly. You feel vibrations in the earth around you. A wind starts to blow. It's hot and dry. And then a noise, a roar. It builds and builds and then blackness. You all wake into the pre-dawn light, just a faint tint of rose suffusing the sky. Uh, What will you do with this day? I would first like to see if the ship is still there. The ship is still there unmoved unchanged and i would like to choose my spells so talk amongst yourselves everyone right okay so i i I take it we're all agreed we don't want to stay in this awful place we've got to we got to we can't just create a new life out here i mean i i do think it's rather beautiful yes but not getting us any closer to gunker or off planet yes no no you are correct if you go too far away from, you know, civilization, you can die. So let's not do that. Let us follow that smoke that we saw earlier. Let's mm-hmm. try and find... Can we find... still see the smoke? Uh, make a perception check. So this was the smoke that you saw as you were coming 
down yeah, through the sky. Yeah, quite far, wasn't it? Six. Yeah, you can't. You can see through the trees. You can see up to the sky a little bit, but the sky is just starting to turn the a less dark shade of blue. There's no smoke. Is the sky on Braxcanty the same blue as the sky on Earth? <laughs> Given Good that question. it has the same amount of ozone, right? Which is the thing which... Oh, God, I'm talking to the wrong person about this. Uh, makes it blue? It's it, Well, it'd be the quantity of atmosphere that makes it blue. Like, the quantity of diatomic gas. So... If, if the pressure at the surface is approximately the same and the composition is approximately the same, then yeah, it'll be about the same. Then yes, it is. Un- unless, of course, it had a lot of particulates. So the colour of the sky can change if in the aftermath of fires or sandstorms or whatever. So if there's lots of particulates hanging in the air, and you know that could include sea salt, if we're by the ocean, it would probably look a bit whiter. But um, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. That is such good science. That's so good. Roll another perception check. (laughs) Oh, nat 20! (laughs) With a nat 20, after having remembered that incredible piece of extremely relevant information, um, you scan the sky again, and as it becomes brighter and the morning sun starts to peek through uh, the trunks of the trees over the the grasses and the reeds you do see that in one direction the sky is noticeably to you slightly whiter awesome okay well um i think there might be some i think that might be the way that i saw the fire earlier so i think if we're going to pick a direction at the moment we're kind of just spinning a compass so which we don't have infinity do you have a mm-hmm. compass built into you um no i don't think so i can tell you what the weather's going to be like would you like a weather report <laughs> yes please yes yes sure. i will uh use Duracraft and uh do my weather report and try and hit a satellite and get the weather <laughs> <laughs> you can't sport channel <laughs> look up to the sky Hello, I'm Lansda- Infinite Sky 6000, and your weather for the day will be... Lansdowne Port East. Dry. Rain. Coming later. Lansdowne Port. Dry. Dry. Lansdowne Port West. Rain. Proceeding dry. To be fair, you could use the actual names from the shipping forecast, and it would sound just as alien. <laughs> <laughs> can we? Can we? Can we canon it that uh, that is the, your voice is what comes out, like infinity, just sort of <laughs> as a speaker, just this, this random weatherman voice comes out. <laughs> Absolutely, this That's like great. BBC archive voice from yeah, ten thousand yeah, yeah. years ago. But yeah. it's like asking Siri to, because, like, Bates, you have a very Siri-esque voice. You do sound like a smart speaker. Hello. Like when you do. Do you mean? Bates or Infinity? <laughs> Sorry, Infinity and by proxy Bates. Uh, you know, it's basically my voice, just a bit posh and that's all I'm doing. But yeah, it's very like smart speakery. So I like the idea of it's like, you know, hey Siri, play BBC weather for me and then it's Ali's voice all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was a no then. Um, no, but, I, I don't have a compass, I'm afraid. I think we should kind of go that way. Um, 
staying away from if we could just stay away from the the swampy bit the it is all swampy bits Uriel. Okay, look can we can we try and maximize the dryness quotient there is a swampy bit everywhere is swampy bit Uriel. isn't it nice no you're... it's very good for the ecosystem there's right. a lot growing, of different mushrooms animals and insects that can live in it infinity you're perfect in every way i just Thank need you. you to remember that um y- you were built for a biological environment um, yes. I am a. I, I, I'm a, I'm halfway between. I'm kind of in that process of getting there. So I. I understand. I'm not built for this kind of environment. We're going to have some issues with me getting kind of swamp water in me. So, I think you'll be okay. Well, I'm you still look, have. Look, I'm going to look down at where the organic com- like components of Uriel meet the metallic components. I'm where just, do they meet? I'm just a bit. Where's the joint? We've all seen the rope come off. Uh, <laughs> Wait, uh, what's roll... still there? Uriel. <laughs> Uriel, roll It's a modular a... part. You could be... <laughs> 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 that, that's your arc. Just trying to get all the bits for yeah. your modular set. Before a battle, it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Clunk. <laughs> Weakness removed. <laughs> Uriel, roll a constitution check as you look down to check your metallic parts and the joins between that and your still human flesh. Oh boy. Oh, uh, well, that's not too bad. That's a... Oh, it's an 11. And it's a saving throw, not a check. That is important. Uh, yes, that's still 11. <clears throat> you don't feel great. This... Uh, water has indeed started seeping into the mechanical parts of your body. Your arm, uh, where the joints are normally very lubricated and well-moving, now you're starting to feel uh, a stiffness creeping in. Um, You feel like it's not going to be a problem yet, but as the day goes on, unless you do something about it, you might start to have trouble. Like Emily Bates is having right now on the live stream. He said, lubricated stiffness. If you don't start doing something about it, you might have trouble. <laughs> Just don't know what you expect me to do with that. Let's just get out of here as fast as possible, please, because this is only going to get worse. Oh, okay. Um... Having said um... that, I think my algorithms have been running overnight. I've been when in downtime. I've been kind of trying to improve some of the circuits in my forearm. Well, oh, that's so clever. Well, it's kind of mean. It's kind of there's a there's there's an algorithm that's always running in the background of the like a firmware that's just right. trying to adapt to its environment. That's and, similar um, to what mine does. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a poor imitation of what your your body is capable of doing but um i don't know i feel like things are a little different now so i kind of is it working uh, it's working it's really i think it's working in ways it's never worked before so um let's just let's just keep going and make sure that we you know don't let my newly improved arms fall off in the swamp please Uh, yes i've I've also um i've I've downloaded some new programs so i think um well oh well they're programs i used to have but um They've they've reactivated, so oh, I think cool. I'm I think I'm repairing. This is great. You're both doing so great. I'm so I just pleased. Do you think you. if I repair myself too much, then I'll I'll go back to just being a robot? 
What we Wait, just do you want always like this? Well, I didn't always... I didn't always have... I didn't always think like I do now. I didn't always feel anything. But like in a good way or like a bad way? In like a bad just... way. I didn't feel anything. So I like didn't... you wouldn't have been our friend? If we met them before you? No, it would have been like meeting a computer. So you were, you didn't have a sentience whilst you were terrible? Well, I was sentient. I just... I didn't feel anything. I had no emotions. I have an emotional suppressor that is... Oh, well, we can get you back broken. to that state. Don't worry. No, we I can don't. get you back. No, Uriel, I, I don't want to. This is much better. You don't want to get fixed. Not entirely. I do not understand your positronic neck sometimes. I don't understand why you'd want to get rid of emotions. Because... Let's, let's maybe focus on getting out of this horrible place and then maybe we can talk about this when we're safely on our way to Gunker. Okay. I think emotions are a good infinity. You should stay like this. I like but you right now. Some of them are quite horrible, though. Sometimes I don't feel nice with them. Oh, yeah, I like the nice ones a lot. Yeah, that, that, uh, you have to have all of them. You cannot, like... I can't just pick and choose. I can do like an upgrade that maybe just some emotions Uh, are feeling. Maybe you could try, but yeah. Maybe. Okay. Um, Can you find us a good route to walk where it won't be splashing? Mm. No. Good. Not really. No. I don't think so, really. I um Really? I What? No. No. Right. You not, if I've not, not if I've not been there before, I don't think. I just meant, do you have a good modifier to survival? I'm just meant to go Oh, yes, I could. Yes, sorry. No, I am very good at... I can look at the ground yeah, and work out yeah. where to walk. Yes, I'm very yeah, good at that. that's what that was. Yes, yeah. yes I can. Okay. Yeah, no, I thought you were talking about a very high-level spell that I definitely don't have yet. But <laughs> yeah, at least, no, I can absolutely do that. Oh, yes. It's not... I like that your brain went there. I was like, oh, yes, find the path. I no, I don't have to find the path. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Infinity. Go ahead and roll a survival check. Man. Uh, 18. 18. Um, and what order are you guys walking in? I go first. I'll go immediately after. I will go at the back. <laughs> I'm not going to eat my crocodile. I haven't seen a crocodile. I would love to see it. If you do see a crocodile, can you shout? Okay. <laughs> I look out for crocodiles. Okay. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, with that, we'll get to it in a while. <coughs> that was an 18 survival. <laughs> that was really good. That was really good. Good. Very good. Wow. Okay, that was a good one. Well done. Okay, yeah, it was an 18 survival. <laughs> Infinity. Um, over the course of your night's watch, you were scanning the area. You were looking out to see the shapes of the waterways, the creeks and channels that traverse this area. Um, you were seeing the trees where they grow and how they form uh, little islands of land and moss between these larger uh, waterways. Um, you know that you are headed in a general direction which Uriel has pointed out. You guide uh, your little party, uh, hopping from tree root to moss, uh, mossy stump, moving uh, carefully over the shallowest patches of water, avoiding the alluvial silt which has built up into which your foot would sink. And you make your way towards the direction that Uriel pointed out. As you're going, what you realize 
is that alongside you, you can see some way through the thicket um, a grand waterway. Something much bigger than the little streaks and streams. Um, streaks? Little creeks and streams um, that streaks have been wending their way. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 that have been <laughs> wending their way between the roots of the trees and between these islands of mud and moss uh, and that channel looks like a river and it is going the same direction you are it's bending and curving meandering through uh, the, f the swamp but it's going in the same direction um, and with that roll, none of you take any damage, none of you need to be wary of any pitfalls, even though you do see that if you were to choose the wrong step, take the wrong path, you might end up in deeper water. While this is happening, can everybody roll for me uh, a perception check? Everyone individually. Is it still really bright today? But this it's morning, really though? bright. Oh, the sun, okay. which has now anything. risen and is now fully in the sky, is beating down through. And the canopy is not actually that thick. Yeah. It's not like the forest you were in before. The sun pours through it. And in fact, the trees come out as little black islands to you in this sea of bright, white, hot light. And that was a nine for you, Because I keep forgetting, I do have guidance as a cantrip. Um... Can I give sure. guidance to to Nebris for this role? Because I know it's, I know that it's all very bright for her, and she doesn't really like it. And I'll just sort of like put my hand on her shoulder and go, "I believe in you, Tenebris. <laughs> and you get a deep. I... Um, and anyway, I rolled an eight. So I have disadvantage on that on that roll, uh, but I still got an eighteen. Because wow. the other roll that I didn't get was a natural 20. And, and then my second roll was actually pretty good. So. And did you use the d4? I used the d4. Gave me an extra two on there as well. So it's going well. Thank you. Tenebris, from the back of the party, can you tell me what you're doing? What makes you so suddenly perceptive, even in these harsh conditions? Um. Well, see, the thing is that I did say I was looking out for crocodiles. Um, and I have mm -hmm. I have a high... I'm, I'm highly motivated to look for crocodiles. <laughs> Because I have a strong sense that if something were to grab my leg and pull me under, Uriel wouldn't necessarily notice or mind. And Infinity would be really excited about seeing <laughs> a crocodile. And uh... <laughs> um, so, wow. <laughs> yeah, what it might be is that it might actually be that I'm mainly, mainly looking down um, and shielding my eyes from the sky. Are we looking for? We're assuming very it's a bright. crocodile. It might not be a crocodile. No, they're not crocodiles in the bayou. They're get alligators. Yeah, they'll be alligators. Gators. Yeah, maybe we'll see which, some which you'll talk about yeah. later. later. Not in a while. That's how you tell them apart. Right. Right. Don't cool. milk it. Simon. We're so cool. <laughs> yeah, that was dangerously um, close to milking territory there. Yeah. <laughs> so I will be mostly looking down, and and I will say occasionally looking also around for like civilization. Because wilderness ain't good. Tenebris. Any signs you... of people. At first, you don't see any signs of human inhabitation around here. It is just swamp and bayou. But you start noticing strange things. You see what looks like lights floating far away. 
that flit in and out of trees, tiny points of light, even uh, just bright enough to be able to be seen against the sun, but moving seemingly of their own accord. But every time you try and get a closer look at them, they're gone. Can I try and... My D&D brain is going haywire right now. Can I try and detour and go towards them? I just want, I just want, to, they're going off in one direction. I just want like, oh, pretty. And just go off and try and chase them down. Tenebris. Sure. <laughs> um, roll a survival check to see if you can get there safe. Tenebris. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> That's a 10. Your foot slips. You end up knee deep in water but you're still next to uh, the roots of these trees the pathways along which you've been walking you don't sink any further down um but you are stuck for a moment in this mud and when that happens the lights go and you swear that you hear something even through the bird calls and insects and the slight wind that's just wafting through these tree trunks. You swear you hear. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Nice clean game in the bayou. Can I? Man, it's an Ali Jennings special. Yeah. <laughs> <Eat> giggling lights. <laughs> this can only be a good thing. We were just people. thinking maybe a crocodile. Maybe we'll just fight an alligator. No. Oh no, oh. we're giggly lights. I would like to. I would like to uh, mechanically cast uh, dancing lights uh, up, which goes up to 120 feet away. But I would basically like to say hello back, but with the colony. Beautiful. Love them. Um, Just more little notes, basically. They're like. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> <laughs> you wait. <Is> the AOL. <laughs> uh, what color are these moats? Green. Green. A lush green. The green of the sun shining through a leaf. Bright, um, verdant. And they float their way towards the last place that you saw these lights. And they hang in the air. And then one by one, they. And they disappear. Did you see that? See what? Uh, no, I did not see anything. Uh, by this point, guys, roll another perception check. Just see if you've even noticed swamp. that Tenebris has oh. stopped. Oh, yeah, you fell in the river. I, oh, yeah, I, you yeah. were behind us. Oh, I'm knee-deep in the swamp. Okay, so no, 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 22, 22. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Infinity, you even noticed the moment that she left. So you can decide at this point what you've been doing. Uh, Tenebris, I'll go over and try and, like, heave her out. Did you... <laughs> I'll try. I'll check on the ground and check that I'm not going to fall in just by going over there before you say it. Yep. No. Without without problems because okay. of that previous survival roll, you manage to get over there and you start pulling Tenebris out. Tenebris, do you resist? <laughs> no, no. I'll, I'll. I'm slightly distracted, but I'll squelch my feet out of the mud. Infinity, infinity. What are you there doing? Are, there is. There are things here and I thought maybe they were like you know my friends and oh the cloud there were more of them maybe I don't know there was something I saw where s- like 
there. But then they disappeared and then we disappeared and then... Oh, you... Oh, you're like... No, they... Your friends. Sorry, we are... Yeah. The cloud? Yeah. Okay. Well, can you see anything? Um... Uh, <laughs> Roll a perception check. Eleven. You see nothing. No. Just the... No, I, I, I'm sorry, it's no, I don't. Okay. Uh, are you two? Don't, can we keep moving, please? Tenebris fell in the mud, Uriel. <laughs> you just she's kept organic. Sorry. It's, it's basically what she's made of. No, it's it's not. I that's, am not made of mud. That's not how this works, Uriel. It's it's algae and I don't know biology stuff. Look, I'm just looking at biology. I'm surrounded by biology. It's what do you think metals made of? Well, I mean, it's just, it's it's atoms and molecules, but it's, right. it's not alive. Mud's not alive either. Well, things that are in it are. Well, yes, but you're in some metal and you're alive. Well, yes, but look, I was always told when I was growing up, you go down to planets, it's going to be covered in mud. And mud is just disgusting stuff when it's Oh, it's we don't need to be mean about microbes. mud. You know. <laughs> you I'm not made of mud. You, you're it's not you on a good, clean you... spaceship. And it's why you don't get dragged out to the sticks. Why am I here? Oh, you're uh, real. Uh, you're real. It's okay. It's fine. Look, fine. Let's I think maybe. Hey, I think maybe Infinity made this mud. You remember her whole making planets job? I think she made the mud, Uriel. Don't insult the mud. What are you whispering about? <laughs> um, if you were to make mud, I'm sure it'd be fantastic. Well, uh, I might have made this mud actually. I mean, oh, really? It's so nice. Thank you. I mean, I'm sorry you fell in it. I wouldn't That's have made okay. it like that if I knew you were going to fall in it. <laughs> I don't know if I did make it. I might not have made it. I don't You'll get your memory back. Don't worry. Maybe. Let us, I will, I, I will um, not fall in the mud anymore. Sorry, Uriel. It's okay. Uh, let's let's, let's, let's go. keep going. Uriel's very much trying to calm himself down. <laughs> Uriel? Yeah, just, your head's but, gone all red. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> just. Do you like a flower? I'll oh, Druid craft a flower on his head again. <laughs> like the old days. Thank you. You're welcome. What flower is it? Buttercup. It's just a tiny buttercup tiny. rises from the centre of your crown, just swaying ever so slightly in your as you move. You press on through the swamps, underneath the cover of the trees. Uh, it's past noon now. You've been walking for a good four hours. Oh. Um, we're saying at this point that you're probably very hungry. You've not really eaten much. You certainly slept. Mushrooms, that is what I'm doing. Oh, well. So I love mushrooms. You could. Uh, if everyone's hungry, I could. I could create those berries again. And then that's. We're, I mean, they were great. Good nutrients but, for a know, day. They're not exactly mushroom, are they? I, I mean, I can. It's up to you. It uses a bit of my power, but. If it's sufficient calories, then I think we should probably just if, do if, so. If there are any mushrooms around, we can use those, but. Um, do we see any mushrooms? There are... Even without rolling a check, you can see that there are huge table mushrooms growing out of bits of rotting and fetid log. Like, really wide, broad-brimmed, with a deep brown colour, and their gills are lighter, sort of ochre-tinted, almost yellow. Um, they fan out from the trees around you. Oh, I didn't prepare it. Gonna... Do I know if they're poisonous? 
<laughs> Roll a nature check. I didn't prepare it. <laughs> I'm testing. I have I have detect poison now, and I didn't. The nature check oh, podcast really? is available wherever you go for your podcasts. Woo, Cheryl. Uh, twenty five. Twenty five. Um, you absolutely instantly recognise these like an old friend. Um, this kind of brown tabletop fungus, uh, the fruiting body of it, which is what you're looking at now, uh, can actually be fried. And it's delicious. You don't even know why you know that because what? frying isn't necessarily my, a part of your. In my memory banks, um, apparently on on previous planets, they would this mushroom. They would take it and they would fry it, and it would taste very, very good. I've never tried it, and obviously I don't know if I really taste things properly. But you two might like it. I'm going to eat some. We don't have we any frying fry equipment. I'm just uh, testing. I'm very hungry. It tastes uh, rubbery, but it also tastes filling. If that's a taste, which it isn't. Um, there's a slight sort of saltiness to it, uh, and you can feel that the texture of the flesh, it's quite difficult to chew through, it's pretty tough. But, as you eat it, you can feel, uh, your pangs of hunger subsiding for now. This would be so good fried in butter. I'm... Okay. What's butter? Fine. It's a thing you make from mushroom really... milk. What is it? Like, tell you, me what it's... You milk like. the mushrooms. A mushroom? No, you milk... And them. then you... An animal. Animals don't or, or milk. Or a nut. Some people milk nuts. Or a mushroom. And then you like churn it up, I guess. I don't mm. know how that makes it different. Because... This is and why it's it just easy with nutrient paste. <laughs> Boring. That was As good. you come to the end of your meal um, and you set out on the next leg of your journey, uh, is there anything you guys want to do before you continue on the trail? In the direction Uriel has suggested. No. I'll take Have that as a note. Have we heard <laughs> or seen any disturbance behind us that would indicate the ship is left? Oh yes, very good question. Uh, make a perception check. Right, come on, I've been rolling really hot on these All ones right. so far. I'll guide you. Oh, I actually do this time, 17. Plus a d4. Plus a d4. I believe in you, Euro. So that's a plus three. So what did I say before? Seventeen. Yeah. So that's a that's a synthetic twenty. To know really... for sure that nothing has happened. You have been looking up into the sky. Um, you've been looking up to see back in the direction that you came from whether or not this ship has somehow blasted its way off and into the back into orbit, and you've not seen that. You've not seen anything like that. You have seen something else in the sky as it approached noon, so maybe two hours ago now. You saw the great silver wheeling disc way, way up over the past the lip of the atmosphere into space, reflecting the sunlight, a silver disc floating above your head, your home, so far away, passing silently through the sky above you. Right, let's just keep going. What's that, Uriel? Look, we're, we're gonna get to Void. We're gonna get up to the Void and we're gonna go to Martin's Bane. Let's just 
And then we can meet more of, of those nice creatures who live in the void. Um, I don't know if... Well, to be honest, I don't know how many of them there are. Um, I've heard of them. But they were kind of just like a... Um, You've heard of them? Yeah, but they're the kind of stories that they tell you around the fabricator, you know? Just... They're, they're, they're little green men. They're these... these Unusual. They were not that little. It's, they were quite tall. I thought that. I was expecting them to be taller, <laughs> to be quite honest. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know much more than that about them. And I was expecting, well, I don't know. They're always made to be really scary. And most, most like creatures, like Uriel, like you have different genetics to me, right? Like I'm made for one planet. You are maybe made for other planet, but. I can still, like, tell your brain is the same. Most people's brain is the same. Apart from Infinity, who has kind of a weird brain. But, you know, there are robots. It's a so computer. Ah, uh, yes. But this person didn't have, like, human brain. Like, oh. it was, it was, like, they were, like, really weird. They were, like, no human being I ever, like, met. Not that they, I met anyone. They were people. slightly human. There was definitely human within them somewhere. I mean, not, like... Either of you, but they weren't completely not human. Well, I suppose they would have to start somewhere, you know, when you're creating, you know. People's... There was a lot of other parts of other things in there as well. They maybe were like just really weird, though. Maybe they've just, you know, evolved so separately that they're a completely new species. Or like designed to survive in space. Maybe. In void. In vacuum. Why would you design something biological to do that? Well, why would you design something biological to live on a planet with so much sunlight? Oh, sunlight's quite good for life a lot of the time. Void not... is very much not good for life. It's very good for synthetics. I spent a lot of time in the void. Yes. You didn't see any little green men, though, or tall green peoples. No, I don't think so. We should ask someone, like... I just didn't know that there were people like that hanging out up there, you know? It's kind of cool. Yeah, Maybe we can is. go visit them. He wasn't very... They weren't very nice. No, they did murder people. Three people were murdered. But they were told to, so it was job. And sometimes, look, if you have an employer and they tell you to do something, you have to do things that you really don't want to do. And that's just the way it is, okay? That is but what we're trying not jobs. to take jobs like that. Then. No, no, because we are lovely and we would never do that so but the no ends terrible pain the ends justify no the means if, if they've been given a mission to do why does it matter why what does do it matter oh if you end up with casualties over the course of achieving an objective why does that matter the objective is the important thing but it's life Uriel. it kind of depends whether you're a nice person or not as well like you know, you don't want people to be scared of you and thinking you're going to hurt them. You want to be, like, good. Well, if you are concerned about other people's opinion, if that affects the parameters of future objectives, then yes. But otherwise, it has no intrinsic value. It's just a collection of chemicals. I don't I, think that's true. I value it a lot. For me, like, I would really not like to be dead. I would like you not to be dead as well. Yeah. Well, I think that's a pretty standard definition of sentience, isn't it? But my sentience isn't necessarily the same as somebody else's. I cannot calculate with my sense without my sentience. I can calculate just fine if there are other people that lose their sentience. 
yeah, but mm. if we all agree that we don't want to die, then we all agree the same value, which is like, oh my gosh, life is great. Don't you just love life? I so would die if it agree. helped you too. No, don't die. Why does everyone want to die today? No, I don't want to, but I want to keep you two safe. But if I had to die so you two could be safe, then that would be fine. Well, if your, obje- if your cr- mission critical objective was to keep us alive, then yes, that would be a logical transaction. Right. Exactly. You don't just have to do what your job tells you, Uriel. Sometimes you can leave your job if you're if and not just do mission critical objectives. Okay, there's well, more that, that, to life. That is assuming that your personal choices are more important than the choices of the collective, and um, that's not necessarily a correct. This is very complex. I'm not sure I understand. I believe this is what they call philosophical. This is very philosophical. I believe we're still in the swamp. Okay, we are moving. We're moving. We're moving. We're walking. We are walking. Roll another survival check, Infinity. Can I guide myself? I can, right? Uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure you can. Touch one willing creature. Hey, why not? Touch yourself. (laughs) Oh, why did you say that? Uh, <laughs> 16. As you're progressing through the bayou, you uh, start to sense that the air around you has a slightly different smell. You get the scent of salt for the first time. And what you realise as this is happening is that the paths and the... Uh, the ways across um, the moss and the roots of these trees and these little clods of earth and soil that have been around it becoming progressively less and less obvious. And in fact, what they appear to be being replaced with are different kinds of tree. Trees that almost seem to sit in this very thick, rich mud, grey that surrounds all of them. And as you're walking through them, you will see beneath your feet, and in fact, you feel yourself stepping on hard little root tips, sticking up, breaking the surface of the silt, almost like wooden fingers reaching out and grasping for the air. What's that? What is that? The forest has become thicker as well. You can't see as far as you could. There are broader leaves and it's all shading. This thick, grey, silty mud surrounding you. You smell the smell of decay, fungus, bird shit, all rising from the ground. This mush, harsh caustic. And around you, in the streams, you see dried leaves and husks floating silently along in all in the same direction. And what you realize is that you can't guide people, your party, in the same way that you could before. The route is no longer clear. Mm. What you do see around you There are channels, still, breaking up these alluvial plains in front of you. Wide uh, rivers that have pushed through uh, 
the mud banks. And there is one not too far away from you, the same channel that has been meandering along next to you this entire time. Oh. Um. Maybe we should... I think I... Sorry, I'm really sorry. Emily just kind of zoned out at the end there because I was just listening to your voice and getting really relaxed. Um, <laughs> did, so you're basically saying that we're in like sort of that weird... I can't find the way this way, but if we just follow the... I'm, there's still like a river going next to us, basically. There is a river still. Right, okay. Um, but to get through this mud, which you have started wading through, there's no clear path anymore. Yeah. Um, how do you two feel about... This is... I'm not quite sure exactly where we should go. Um, I'm worried it might be dangerous. Maybe we should go into the water? Uriel will get all fried. Uh, no, I can withstand water. When we were in the mountains, it was fine. It's just that this is humid and all the connection oh. points are getting irritated. Right, well, but because if not... we go... Okay. But then you I feel like the faster out, we get remember. through, the better. Okay. The okay. less time that whatever is in my arm right now okay. has okay. to try and grab hold. Yes, okay. Okay, it's that, less warm. Okay. The three of you start to wade your way through this muddy swampy realm towards the channel before you oh and with that we'll leave it for today oh what is an alligator if not a wolf enduring in water <laughs> <laughs> we love a better one division Right. So we. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Great right. job, Ali. Um, Boom. Yay. Nice one, guys. I love the bayou. New the New ling, Orleans. Ding, 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 ding. New, 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 New Orleans. <laughs> ding, ding. So, I mean, in terms of science that people wanted to talk about from today, what were some mm. topics that came up? So, so, chat was saying at the end there that the roots coming out. Uh, might be mangroves. What what's going on there? Do, what what direction do mangrove roots in, grow in? I was all thinking thinking about banyan trees. Why do they grow their roots from the top? What's happening? Do you have an answer, Ali? <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, the mangrove. No. <laughs> no, but the mangrove tree thing is completely legit. Like they do grow out. They grow their roots Why? out the, out the silt because. Um, the silt in which they grow, right, which is because they grow in deltas and the silt from the rivers all deposits around them and it's too densely packed. The silt particles are too fine. Oh. So there's no oxygen, right? They're oh, very no. oxygen poor soils. So oh. in order to get oxygen, the roots have to grow out into the, into the water because it's either air or when the yeah. tide comes in, it's water. So they I take see, clever. They clever. act as an amazing break, um, as in like a defense mechanism. They are a baffle, yeah. Yeah, against wave activity. So they're these amazing like models the that most... you can build of them. I mean, you, like... you, you plow a wave into it and compare the amount of erosion that takes place on like bare, silt or soil mm. and you, know, you put mangroves in front and it's incredible how much about there's a case study from some caribbean island that i cannot remember now but um basically one the two islands really close to each other one cut down all its mangroves for tourism for beaches um and one left them and then a hurricane came along and basically uh took basically eroded away all of the beaches from one island and gave it to the other island because the, the mangroves just baffled it all and then they the yeah, that yeah. island grew the other one shrank it's wow, almost really interesting. as if we left natural ecosystems largely alone They've already established some kind of equilibrium. Weird. It's crazy, though. I wonder how. I don't get it. 
Uh, in terms of <laughs> other stuff that came up today... I had a quick question, but I think we've covered it before, which is that you used guidance, Emily. Like, mm -hmm. is that... Is there anything more to it than just, like, the psychology of, like, literally, like, hyping someone up? That's how I'm doing it at the moment. Um, if anyone okay. can think of another reason of what, what she could do, um, I, I am just something... using it as, like, a little, like, pep talk. Yeah. I have something for that, but oh. it, it may or may not be relevant. So maybe come back okay. to that one. Snitchachu in Snitchachu even in Twitch chat is also saying, "Can we talk about the mushrooms? I want to know about milky mushrooms." Is that? Oh yeah, is mushroom milk a thing, or is that just a tenebrous thing? I sorry. I got nothing. I'm gonna Google, "Can you milk yeah. a mushroom?" Mushroom I milk. Nothing. I mean, they don't have nipples, so I don't know how you would. Neither do almonds. Someone or said coconuts, but it doesn't matter. In Spain, how to milk a mushroom in Minecraft? Nope, that's not what we want. Uh, it know. would appear what that is mushroom can... milk. It's yeah. a delicious brand of dehydrated. Oh, this is according to the new new so age. Everything's about Maybe not Minecraft. Most excellent source there. Oh, it's mushroom and oat milk. O oat milk seems to be a thing. Okay, so well, that's not that's not milk. Maybe the, the question then. should be: Is there anything that you can't milk? Nipple or no? Jokes on this stream, apparently. Oh! Very well done. Very well no, done. Why did I call him out <laughs> making the same joke twice? I buried it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, there was something else that came out. Oh, come on, um, mm, the tiny points of light I thought were interesting, but I expect probably not for now. Mm. Um, I I had a sudden a sudden sort oh. of moment of realization on the little friend. Um, big friend, tall green man, as to as to some of the DNA that might be sorry, some of the DNA that might be going on in there. But I don't want to say because I, I feel like they might come back. I feel like this might be a good plot point. And yeah, let's leave that one. So okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm really interested. I'll message you later and be like, I thought it was <laughs> this. Is it this? I'll message you later. Yeah. Um, but with that, I think, Ali, you had something that you'd prepared <laughs> That you wanted to say. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I, well, basically, I'm just thinking about the Tooth Fairy, right? Uh, is, it, is it in any way feasible, is the question. Why on, like, where on earth did it come from in your head that you're like, you know what this ship should be? It should a be a living tooth. tooth with fleshy gums that oh. can just sort of mould around. Like, why? Why? Ali, why? Why have you done this? It, that's done this. just that's just what happens in my brain on a daily basis, <laughs> and I struggle not to put those kind of things in emails to people at work. Have you considered? Thank you so much for your notes on this video. Flesh. Have yeah. you considered <laughs> that it could be a giant tooth? <laughs> yeah. I've put some notes. Just let me know what you think. <laughs> They're a bit toothy, but you know. Ali is a vampire, confirmed. <laughs> Vampires don't seek teeth. That's not like their thing. <laughs> but, like, if you're a vampire, you'd be pretty obsessed with teeth, right? Because you'd want to keep yours like nice and pointy and sharp. You'd brush them and be yeah. You wouldn't to like. You wouldn't ride a giant tooth. Like, okay, I don't ride a giant fair. bicep that's down maybe... to like that's. Oh, vampires <laughs> would 100% have like a niche on YouTube. There'd be like tooth maintenance yes. tutorials. Mm, Absolutely. Oh, they would. But hang on, do How vampires to get rid of blood appear stains? on film? Is it, they don't appear in mirrors, so on a, on a mirrored camera, they wouldn't. But appear. it's the same. But it's the it's same. Should be said of the the light wells that you get in a in a sensor rather than film the Polaroid stuff. I bet it's different rules, right? Mm. 
Yeah, why why are they supposed to not appear? Is it because they're silvered mirrors and no, oh, no that's I, werewolves I, that no, are, don't like silver. Yes, yeah, I think vampires I, I think maybe it's have a just a thing that you know they're supernatural and weird, that and therefore really they don't have a rele- historical reflection. reason. That can't be right, Bates. Okay, it's I'm got, There's got to be a scientific reason. Scientific why reason. Don't. No, there's going to yeah. be some vampires like, Yeah, I bet. I like silver. According like silver. to mythos, vampires oh. are surprisingly the reason why is because of how mirrors used to be constructed. That silver layer of silver is what kept vampires from being able to see their faces in a mirror yeah. in the time of Bram Stoker's Dracula. According to who well was that? Done. Uh, spookeats.com the top thing came up on google <laughs> in the 19th century mirrors were backed with a thin layer of silver which is believed to be one of the reasons uh that sorry believed to be one of the purest metals perfect for repelling werewolves and vampires that yeah, nice. that's great there's some I really mean, weird ones with vampires that i didn't know about like they they can't enter into a place unless they're invited in how did you not know that that's where were you in the 19s i never yeah. knew about this you never watched buffy, buffy. <laughs> what were no, you doing I, I didn't instead watch of buffy. watching buffy it was on before star trek simon what were you doing i'm like i, I i'm you seen younger Angel? than you Shamini. it was a bit before my time I, I absolutely get out i'm younger than you i watched buffy although i didn't watch it that much but i did watch it i was too young to be watching it it was on BBC Two at six forty-five. Yes. I Seriously, I Simon. Too, yeah. Next time you have someone round or someone knocks on your door and they look like they want to come in, <laughs> do, don't ask them and just see if they can. Yeah, yeah. Just, just step aside and. and but sort isn't of it also like... like flowing water? They can't cross flowing water. Yeah. Yeah, they nice. chuck a bucket of water at them. No, yeah. but flowing which is, water, which is... I think, is meant to be like. Have a water feature, just yeah. like a simple water feature over the threshold just of the house. Simple. Is it salt? Garden. They can't cross salt, or is that demons? I don't know about salt. I feel like there's a thing of that in Buffy as well, where they do like a salt ring at some point. But that could be anything because there's lots of different demons in Buffy. It's not just vampires. Yeah. Also keep slugs Bugs. away. Mm. <laughs> the vampires of the Mollusk Kingdom. Vampire <laughs> slug. Oh, isn't that a thing? Oh, it takes ages to get to. I'm Google it. Google <laughs> vampire slug. Vampire oh. slug. I've heard that phrase. Wait, but maybe... hang on. We're being idiots. Vampire slug is just a fucking leech. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, okay, that is what is it? What's a leech? Yeah, a leech. It's a leech mollusk. <gasps> the like, fire. This fire snail is the vampire equivalent a of a slug. Oh my god, fire snails! Everyone the vampire fire snails. equivalent of a slug. Should Look up slug fire snails. Okay, fire snail. Fire snail. Sorry. Oh this, my word! This is homework for everyone, even on the podcast. Just, gig, just look at the Black pictures of these oh, things. Is it eating that person's fingers? I don't know. It's, it's not so. eating them. It's it looks like a Pokemon. Beautiful. Looks like a slug. Wow. It's um, lovely. Oh wow! What, fire what does it eat? It what, is what is it? I don't know. But I typed in fire slug. Fingers. Filled in Pokemon. Um. Anyway, sorry. Massive side tracks. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> uh, uh, right. Yeah. I was so, going to say that. Oh. I can see why a tooth would be nice and aerodynamic. So that was nice for a tooth Cuts ship. through the air. Yeah. Exactly. It wasn't a molar. It was a cable. <laughs> no one would make a chip out of a molar. That would be wild. Who would think of that? Maybe. But you weird. don't know that yet, do you? Maybe there's... You, you don't know how deep the tooth ship oh. lore goes. Fairy, that's please. That's just a tooth, oh, tooth no. car fairy. It's like a molar. It's like a really oh, You know what would be awesome, right? 
so like you've got your you've got your canine teeth for like like landing and stuff but then you've also got your two sheer teeth you know that dogs have in the back of their mouths for just cutting ships apart in the air how fucking awesome would that be what would the mothership be called would the mothership be like the mandible or something oh yeah yeah. just the The jaw (laughs) the more i like the more i like that a lot firing incisors down as like drop pods oh yeah talking like that Uh, After this fight, we, we used to borrow ammunition for a bit canines? toothless. Because mine aren't pointy. Not really. No, I need teeth. I know. Can can you run through the types of teeth <laughs> that we have, right? Because we got what are the two? <laughs> are they inc- are they incisors? The two ones. Oh, I don't know. I can fully I fully tell you I did not prepare for this line <laughs> oh. of questioning. You didn't think we'd ask what kind of teeth? Okay, incisors are your front incisors front teeth on the top oh, row, yes. right? Premolars, um, and then it's your canines. Canines are the sharp, pointy ones, but one on each side. Um, premolars next to your canine teeth. Um, you have eight in total: four on your top jaw and four on the bottom. They are bigger and wider than your incisors and canine teeth, and are used for crushing and grinding food. Uh, and then you have twelve molars: six on the top and six on the bottom, which includes four wisdom teeth. They are your strongest teeth and work with your tongue to help you swallow food, mashing it up until it's ready to be swallowed no, safely. Molars. Which includes oh. the wisdom teeth. I don't have anyway, wisdom teeth. They haven't come through. So, I was thinking, <laughs> right. About teeth. You know the the <laughs> bit where the two... So the two ship, you guys went up into the ship, right? There was a hole board in the bottom, into the bottom of the shuttle, and then you were up in... You're all up in this tooth's grill, as it were. <laughs> and then... In the grill. Yeah. Was it the... Wait, which bit of the tooth... Was it the pointy bit of the canine that crashed into the... Sh- that pen- pierced the ship? Uh, no, it wasn't actually. Although That's that weird. would also make sense, well, right? Made much more sense. But it, it was it was the it was the rooty bit. Well, because the the flesh closes over you as yeah, you, as you yeah. move, so there's different That's ways of getting in and out. Oh, um, but but yeah, I mean it, that could easily it could easily work. Maybe it does work like that normally, and they just got it wrong. Anyway, that's just a story for another day. But. What, so you uh, you get up there and then as you're taking off uh, the sh- sides of the ship all all kind of flow and the flesh all sort of moves around and sort of forms the bottom of the ship right mm-hmm. so I'm thinking that is one of two things that's either wound healing mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. or that's growing artificial meat mm-hmm. because okay. side note right mm-hmm. You can't actually regrow periodontal gum and bone. It's a bitch. Like I have, oh. I have receding gums and bone loss. When it's gone, it's gone. That's it. Really, I didn't know that. It's really annoying. Except, right? A paper in 2019. <laughs> yes, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go, baby. Science, uh, bitch. Thanks, <laughs> Ali's gums. <laughs> Ali's gums, always a great segue. Just, just putting it out there. Uh, you, they implanted a membrane. They just the, the science, the, the science, the man, the science, <laughs> the people, the peeps implanted a membrane in uh, a rat. Uh, was it a rat or was it a mouse? Anyway, so what they did is they banged a, a membrane, uh, just like an artificial membrane, into a, a rat's teeth, like onto a rat's teeth. And what mm-hmm. it does is it gets. Uh, dental derived stem cells to stick to it Ooh. along with calcium and phosphate and then they regrow the bone they had to add gum. but they had to add all the ingredients they had to add the stem cells as well yes i don't think your mouth is full of stem cells 
but yeah. I don't know. I didn't read the paper. I can't imagine paper. it would be because I can't imagine what you would need stem cells in your mouth for. If they don't grow fusion. If, if, if anything doesn't grow back. So, yeah. Um, can't they can grow it back, children. but like in your mouth, in the right place, basically, by using the membrane to, to mm. guide But I also with. have a separate fact, right? Because mm. you know the ship is covered in enamel. Can't regrow enamel I'm either. I'm just really confused about which bits of this ship are enamel and which bits are flesh. Well, the toothy bit... <laughs> like one end is enamel, one end is mostly flesh, right? The outsidey bit is yeah. enamel, right? And basically, I mean, you know, let, let's assume that we're not going to see much of the tooth, like, for a while. The tooth, it was, it sort of enameled all over when it was flying through space because you yeah. can't just have flesh, like, against the vacuum of space and okay. last for particularly long. Like How long would enamel last against the vacuum of space? Let's Google that. I mean, enamel is the hardest substance in the body. It's yes. surely, surely. So, so hard that you can't regrow it. Yeah. So I mean, if you're going to design yeah. anything to be an exterior layer. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. Um, okay. Resistant to erosion. Unless yeah. instead of like cosmic space dust, you just like, throw coke at it. But the other say, but the, there's, two, uh, there's two issues there, though. You've got the exterior forcing of micrometeorites and stuff. But then you also have to withstand oppressors from the mm. inside. You have to have a pressurized interior, so the tensile strength of it has to be sufficient. Mm. That. Oh, Depends. I see. It's got to be. It's got to be tensile well, strong, so, right? You know, you could. I don't know if it's possible to have it as slabs, like massive incisors. But what if you also kind of had, you know, weaves of enamel somehow, like a, mm. you know, a graphene. Yeah, because bone doesn't ever bend, really, does it? it well, breaks, the flesh so. presumably helps. Bone with that. does bend a bit before it goes. Yeah. Like yeah, it doesn't bend like and edge. stay bent, is that right? It wouldn't bend and just be yeah, stuck. It's, it's, it's either going to go back it or it's going to snap. Bit, but it doesn't. Yeah. Not like a wishbone. <coughs> like, you know. Yeah, but but if you let go, it wouldn't stay in that. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it elastic. Bring back, yeah. Unless you, there are some crazy sort of chemicals that you can apply to bone to make it all wibble wobbly. But I don't so know wait, if the Ooh. entire outside of the ship is an enamel, how is there an animal door that is a moving part that opens to reveal the flesh that moves or is there well, some flesh it, that's on the outside well it would basically mean that when the enamel hit the ship bang um the enamel would then have to dissolve in some way mm. right to reveal the innards of the ship through yeah. which you could then yeah and you don't have to read aliens there with a two liter bottle of coke just like... <laughs> except he's in the ship it's in the ship right like how is it just get it, get it. there has to be some oh my gosh uh, okay uh, okay that makes more enamel. sense okay so then you then you'd have to like regrow the enamel and get rid of it every time and okay, you fine. can actually regrow it like it's this is again it's happened in 2019 which is a massive year for teeth and <laughs> In China, a load of researchers, who I assume are Chinese, but I don't know actually, um, basically found that by mixing really simple stuff, like the kind of chemical components of enamel, so calcium and like phosphate and a trimethyl, whatever that is, in alcohol, in the right, uh, the right amounts, basically starts to regrow the enamel. So they can, they can regrow it now. Cool. And all the stuff that you see on toothpaste is nonsense, right? That's... <gasps> Doesn't... All of it. That can't all be nonsense. Don't tell me all of toothpaste is nonsense. But fluoride makes... I actually don't know what fluoride does. I think it makes enamel harder? I thought it was more like a kind of... Um... Oh, but, but there's two purposes, right? Because there's making your teeth white uh, mm. and removing stains. And then there's like your biological health and like gum health and yeah. removing plaque and stuff like that. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's a plaque remover. Mm. 
I want to know what the best toothpaste to get is. I feel like maybe it destroys bacteria. Has anyone used that charcoal toothpaste you can get? I have not. I considered it because the internet sometimes tells me to do it. Okay, right. So people use toothpaste with a toothbrush to gently sweep away plaque and other debris from their teeth. We're learning. Wow. Um, Great fact from flash. Simon Clark. In 2019, it was Dr. Simon Clark. sometimes use toothpaste. Teaches us how to brush our teeth. So there are basically um, five components to a toothpaste. There's abrasives, such as calcium carbonate or calcium phosphate, that remove okay. anything okay. sticking to the surface. Yeah, love that. So binders, that. like uh, Zanfam gum, that provide okay. elasticity and form to the toothpaste. Keep it together. Yeah, great. Humectants. <gasps> Humectants. Mm, such as glycerol or propylene glycol. These retain water water to prevent hardening okay um, nice. so foaming agents which, oh that's interesting because sometimes when you leave the top of your toothpaste over it all solidifies Love and you're it. like oh, oh fuck and you have to push it out and get that bit off humectants <laughs> humectants how dare you and then foaming agents and preservatives so there's like your bet your broad components like mechanically and then within that you can have flavorings so spearmint peppermint whatever sweeteners like glycerol or xylitol anti-sensitivity agents Okay, that's yeah. That's, that's, that's got to be right? It's local Including strontium chloride. Now I'm not. Oh, a, I'm not a chemist, but that sounds like a pretty strontium. funky thing to be putting in your mouth. Well, no, it's chloride. It's probably fine. And then it lists strontium radioactive. I, I, I hope not. Types of it might be. So fluoride is the it's sort of like the active ingredient. Um, and but what's it doing? Uh, so it strengthens enamel and prevents cavities. How? But does um, it? What is so, 2019 right. In children and adults, it slows down the acid-producing capability of plaque. So basically, it accepts oh. that you're going to get plaque, but you try to mechanically remove it. But if it is there, it means that it can't produce so much acid and destroy the enamel. No, plaque okay. is bacteria. Yeah. But like, that's why they those toothpaste they never say that they can actually sort of rebuild or help you regrow enamel it yeah. just helps for enamel it's really carefully oh. worded yeah mm-hmm. oh no and plaque is further? not actually bacteria What's i thought it, was. it is a sticky deposit on teeth in which bacteria proliferate oh okay so oh, like that makes sense well, yeah. teeth kind okay. of. they poop out yeah. right like they're just well, plaque's just, out. you know if you don't matrix. brush properly it gets the shit that gets stuck Ooh. it's an example of a biofilm yeah, this is why I like the kind of thing that mouth. Ali and Emily make quite frequently. Boom! Hey! Wait, more Charmony makes more biofilms than we do, really. I, I, do, I do make some. I prefer to call sometimes. them biopics. Um, Guess in the bin. Uh, comprises any. Oh, I love Wikipedia articles like this. A biofilm comprises. You should make a any... podcast about this. You should. It's just you reading um, Wikipedia articles. He's got a podcast about this, Ali. That's it's barely about Wikipedia. Let's film. The Wikicast. Um, I, I a biofilm listened. comprises any synthropic consortium of microorganisms in Ooh. which cells stick to each other and also often to a surface. That's a good mm. villain name. Like if he said, like, who sent you? The synthropic consortium. Ooh. Ooh. It'd have been like, oh shit. <laughs> That's the people that own the moor and have sent the tooth fairies. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, we got that. It was what was it? I don't know what it was actually. The many, really heads. Oh, the many heads. The many heads. Oh, no. Also, oh, I have I do have a just quick game question for you, Ali. I wrote Shay touched. How are you spelling right? Shay? S H A E. The sort of no, shade. Shade. S H A D E. And then touched. Although, yes, shade touched. Last tense of touch. Just right. update yes. the notes. Yeah, um, I thought it was Shay. I thought it was a bit like being Faye touched, but just Shay. that's what I thought. I thought you just taken Faye yeah. touched and gone. So did I. I was like, she's nice. touched. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, sorry, One last thing from this article about dental plaque. <laughs> yeah, 
Yep. Oral hygiene is important as dental <laughs> biofilms may become acidic, causing the demineralization of the teeth, oh, which yeah. is cavities. So you're, you're removing the minerals. Or they can harden into dental calculus, which is just the, <laughs> the medical name for tartar. <laughs> right, nice. I never had like, a cavity. What's wrong happened? with that? What's wrong with having some tartar? And presumably, uh, dental calculus harder. comes from calcs, um, meaning limestone, which is where we get the modern name calculus from, because it was originally a form of maths that was done by moving rocks around. No. I believe that's the is etymology that... of calculus. Calculus really? is named after moving after the rocks. rocks. It's just huge well, news. Like it's, it's, from that's very it's, nice. it's from Arabic. It's from Arabic. Yeah, um, from Latin, small pebble, as used on an oh. abacus. You know, we haven't had etymology abacus. corner for a really long time. That was really yes. nice. I enjoyed so it. So I wasn't from that. I from Arabic. I completely apologise. Yeah, you should do more etymology corner. Is, is was originally is a pebble or stone used as a reckoning counter in Arabic. Originally God, from limestone. Really threatening. That's really nice. Now is the time counter. of your reckoning counter. <laughs> that could be a villain calcite. too. We've got some great villains coming up now. And are these like calcium-based rocks? Is this is this all the same? Yeah, like, calx is the Latin for limestone. Ah. What's what's the ah. chemical formula for limestone? Uh, calcium carbonate. Wait, was, did you say the same thing? I don't know. We, 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 we did say, say we did say the same okay, thing. We said it in different ways. Good. So, so important good. to us. Calcium carbon. There's more tooth facts. Oh, no, it's not a tooth oh, fact. Okay. It's an etymology fact. I hey! do know this. Um, so calx is the Latin for limestone, but it's also a word for chalk, which means that you can um, refer to a finish line as the calx, spelled C-A-L-X, because it's been marked out, a line that's been marked out in chalk. Oh. Well, why would you? Well, I've instantly forgotten that fact. It was so... <laughs> I didn't I even know what it was. I've forgotten everything about it. But I, I felt like it was interesting as I was hearing it. I'm closing the tab. Fine. Taking my toys and going home. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Wikipedia. I mean, Simon. so interesting. I've already forgotten it. Wow. <laughs> It's one of those annoying facts now, though. Whenever I see anyone drawing with chalk, I'll be like, uh-huh. Just take me out back, Ali. Tell me to think about the rabbits and the alfalfa. Just... I'd look away. Alfalfa. Anyway, look. look we've, we've, all kept, we've come here for a reason, and that's yeah. to talk about... Teeth. Tooth fairy. Teeth. Teeth. Gums. Teeth flesh. And gums and flesh and wound yeah. healing and all that good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, right. So just one thing about growing artificial meat, which this could be, right? Yeah. which is basically what they do if they want to grow artificial meat, like they're trying to make burgers in a petri dish and all that kind of so stuff. Um, they start off with a load of stem cells that they grow in a bioreactor. And then they basically, all these stem cells just proliferate and proliferate and proliferate. Um, and then they, uh, I don't know how they do it, but they they specialize them to become towards, to move towards a sort of muscular fat uh, lineage of cells. But when they pour them out of this bioreactor, they're basically this sort of sludge paste, which I will put in a video somewhere and give you the time reference for, because it's really gross. But it looks exactly like the sort of thing which might have happened to you guys. Um, but the thing is... It, how quickly does it flow? Like, is it like tar, like viscous, or is it... Yeah, it's a bit like... Um... Yeah, it's a lot like tar. Uh, it's the sort of thing that you would have nightmares about you know, engulfing you and you drowning in. You're just like... Like a 50s it, B movie blob kind of monster. Yeah, but worse. Like a little bit lumpy and also really sort of alive looking. Like it's a, oh. it's alive whilst also being obviously dead, but clearly alive. It's really gross. It's mm. Does it look like the tubby custard machine? <laughs> <laughs> I think it might. Do you remember at one point I'm people were sharing like, little clips of the tubby custard machine from Teletubbies and being like... 
this is what your meat products are made from. Why would you eat such oh, terrible yeah. things? Oh, yes. And they actually were trying to pretend that it was like uh, an animal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I must look at this tubby Maybe instead machine. of the real meat video, you could just send a video. <laughs> it's tubbies. actually pretty. That... They're pretty phallic. I mean, they're almost unbelievably phallic. What? Phallic? You... They it's are. Look at them. Oh, it's a little blue tap. No, look at the yeah, look at the it? pictures. New new new. Have you put this in the Discord? No. You know, I will put this in the Discord. <laughs> okay, right. We're gonna get. I will the put the unbelievable machines How is this in the Discord. Phallic. It's not. It's not fun. Put your gross This has gone well. off the rails so much. <laughs> okay, okay, right. All right, all right, all right. right, right. I have a question about m mouths and teeth and gums ah! and things. I have a question. Great. <laughs> Emily Bates. Is it true that <laughs> wounds in your mouth heal quicker? Because I've heard that. Oh. Is that Great true? Great question. I've got and no I idea. Think, oh, is it I because there's be a really high infection risk because your mouth is like a Maybe, but I, 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 apparently it's like... Do wounds in your mouth heal faster? That's Googling. Google it. What does Wikipedia say? One of the... I love this. Oh, PubMed. We've got a PubMed here. PubMed article. This has got to be true. Saliva mm. and wound he healing. Mm. 2013. Wounds Load in oral cavity heal faster and with less scarring than wounds in other parts of the body. One of the factors implicated <gasps> in this phenomenon is the presence of saliva, which promotes mm. the healing of oral wounds in several ways. What saliva ways? creates a humid environment, which Yum. improves the survival and functioning of inflammatory cells that are crucial for wound healing. That's... And then there's a lot more. But I would never have thought, because I'd have thought it being humid and moist would be great for the bacteria that might get in there. But like, I guess cells, you wouldn't have our own immune yeah, cells also literally need to not dry out and die. I mean, but from an evolutionary what... perspective, you prioritize like if if you have evolutionary points or expend energy to improve a system, you secure the mission critical bit first. <laughs> so you, the bits of... yeah. that are gonna, you know, heal first are gonna be essential to eating and pooping. Like breathing. It's gonna, yeah, it's 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 gonna be the, those systems. So I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, What's awesome good. about that is that there is new technology, which again I found this article about, there is new technology which secretes a specific chemical which summons immune cells to a wound to make it heal faster. It's like wound <sighs> healing gel. Really? Hmm. You mean and my so cure wounds spell? <laughs> that could easily be that. Very easily. I'm and and it's um and that's just like what you're saying about the mouth, right? Because basically it just summons more uh, immune cells to come and deal with the issue. <sighs> and I also found another really awesome thing like fact so you know how uh aloe vera gets yeah. you you it's always showing up in like skin products and soaps and shit right I yeah have a new aloe vera vera plant what's it supposed to do what's it for well Why? it's supposed to have skin healing properties and and the the science is like a little bit vague i did have a little look and i was like mm, there's not a huge amount of papers on this but there are a couple and first of all it's got loads of anti-inflammatories right which basically subdue immune response, which is good if you're swollen, oh. but bad if you're trying to heal. So that's a bit weird. So it's in that. burn. When I got badly burned I on my leg, say... they had like an aloe vera thing. Yeah. Which yeah. also felt cool. I don't know if it would have felt- It, it definitely has a cool than, feeling, know. like mint kind of almost vibe to it. Mm. Whereas like mint feels cool. It's got that. But what it also does is it contains this chemical called glucomannan. And what glucomannan does is it stimulates the cells which produce collagen. So it triggers these cells to grow and grow and grow and grow and grow and they produce loads of collagen and that's used as a scaffold to help heal skin. But also if you think about it in terms of beauty products, collagen is the thing which is supposed to keep your skin smooth and youthful looking. 
I I do have an aloe vera um like moisturizer that I use and you can all tell it's clearly Science! clearly working. Uh, so, okay. Don't all shout at once! My God, you're Emily, Emily Bates is actually 83 years old. Uh, <laughs> her skin routine is just phenomenal. It's just really good. Nice. I'll be 69. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> every obstacle, every <laughs> every innuendo like... obstacle. Emily Bates sees it coming and is like, "Yeah, that's coming," and then just smashes straight into it. What else is coming? <laughs> Ah. Too easy, too easy. <laughs> you just threw it up there, Simon. You threw it up. I couldn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was also thinking about another thing, right? Yeah. Uh, which is my last sort of thought that I was having about this tooth thing, right? Fair and is really important, right? Because it's the propulsion question. Yeah. How does Ooh, your yeah. tooth chip fly, Ali? Yeah, thrust. It's right? a tooth. Can't fly. So. I was looking really hard for uh, flying teeth. <laughs> some sort of flying tooth thing in biology as <laughs> exists currently. Um, but like almost all that's... biological stuff flies by that's flies by moving its or podcast sort of listeners. Limbs Ali is flapping his arms. <laughs> <laughs> that's science. Very I elegantly. Make the rules. Yeah, but teeth th- don't have wings, right? <laughs> That's the According first to a paper thing in I realized. 2019. <laughs> <laughs> they you do have wings on teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Bunnies don't have hands and teeth do not have wings. <laughs> Bunnies have paws. They're like hands. They don't have hands. No, they're they paws have, though. They have paws because they don't have opposable thumbs. Yeah. Thank you. Why you wow, you're really who <laughs> you had this a, argument with. This, this has been really a big good. thing on my Twitch. There's some filthy <laughs> bun hand believers who are oh. determined <laughs> in convincing oh, me that Hang buns on. have hands. Is this just a thing where we need to just all agree that bunnies have hands to annoy you more? Because no. I will I will happily switch sides. No. I don't understand why they why, how you can argue that they don't. They're kind of cute little hands though. No, Peter Rabbit hands. has hands. I'm pretty sure he can pick stuff up. He's a he's a rabbit. He's a also bunny. fictional. Well, is he, you know. Yes. Are you sure? <laughs> if I chopped both of my thumbs off, would I no longer have hands? Nope. But you were at, born anatomically with thumbs. Your species well, has thumbs. Really Sounds like a biological yeah, really. mm, I'm not sure about you. are in dangerous ground here. Yeah. <laughs> do monkeys have hands? They do. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. Do cats have hands? Yeah. Yes. No, they don't. They have paws. <laughs> All animals have hands. Especially Simon. cows. Every, cow every hands. animal has hands. Does yeah. an octopus have a hand? Yep. Worms, yeah. little hands. A octopus is basically one cool. massive hand. Well, to be fair, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. An octopus is just one hand. Yeah. Octopus. Um, a worm, worm actually is have really tiny, tiny hand, hands. You just can't see them. So five worms make a hand. <laughs> oh, a finger. Oh, no. oh, five worm hand. <sighs> right. There is oh, a cutoff point lower. when the hand becomes a paw, and that is when you have a, your Look, your species, I, your type specimen of a species has an opposable thumb. I do agree with you. However, I just I'm enjoying how much this is winding you up. Yeah. So yes, bunnies do in fact have hands. If you give them thumbs, they definitely have hands. The one exception are bats, because technically that like, they have little tiny hands. No, because their thumbs. wings are hands. No, they have tiny hands on the end of their wings. Um, no, 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 the wings well, are their hands, the little... like anatomically. They're, Again, the, now you're going back into anatomical homology. Wait a second. Yeah, because... previously disregarded. Yeah, yeah bunnies. I'm saying they're the exception. Bunnies have all the bones required. Yeah. They're just in a slightly different shape. Exactly. Yeah, they do. All mammals have Everything the same bones. Everything has the same bone structure. Again, like a, if you're a just whale gonna... has the same. Well, a whale has the exact same hand bone structure, but they're just encased in fin. 
the reason that bats are the exception is because their name literally means flying hand or hand wing. Oh, so if you name a creature, another, then it has a hand. It. That's the basis. Fine. Okay, you know what? I take it back. Bats don't have hands either, even though it's in their name. <laughs> are they <laughs> speaking consistent? They don't have hands. None of us have hands. hands Emily and I did. Our hands. <laughs> I never heard of a hand. Never, never, not once. Emily and I did a very excellent musical once where a farmer <laughs> got kidnapped and his cow what couldn't great. help and sang a yeah. song. Um, true. Well, he sang a song to the cow, including the line, You are just a cow, you don't, you have, don't hands. have hands. Yeah. Oh, that was such a good show. Them. I played a show. prostitute. It was great. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Was really okay, good. now in Twitch chat right now, James Gurney is bringing up an interesting point, which is that apparently New World monkeys don't have hands, don't have opposable thumbs. What? Oh, do they not? What? New World monkeys. New World monkeys don't have opposable thumbs. What are they like, doing? Is that Why? What is that? What? Google it! Why? Why is a new world monkey? I thought that meant just new. That's oh, okay. us. So there are particular kinds. No, we're old ones. Yeah, it's things like tamarins monkeys. and um, Question mark? We're an ape. Sorry. Do new oh, world. Yeah, their thumbs okay. are not opposable. They have claws on all digits except for their big toes, which have nails. They do not have prehensile tails. Okay, so now. Is it a nail a thing? No, no, no. It's just nail it's, it's opposable. Claw. It's that you can do this with your thumbs. But you Should can, you can as I am moving it, my thumbs. Right? Like you can you could they can hold on to stuff. If you have a paw, you cannot grip something. What happens if you cut your thumbs? Now off? you're changing the definition. Okay, we, we we we've been on this for too long. We've been on it for too long. I'm I have to away from the, the hands chat. Let me bring you back to the <laughs> world of teeth. TM voice on. Yeah. Let me just mm, suck you into teeth. my oh, tooth zone. Oh. Oh. Uh, no, it's not. No, look, this the, so before we go tooth zone, let's just let's just think, right? If you you can't give your tooth wings and almost all animals and creatures that fly fly with wings, right? And Do this you... is where we got I don't want to go down the hand thing again. This is the same <laughs> this is where that came from. Could you like, eject fly with hands? the tooth at high speeds from the gum? Could you just like <laughs> fire your gum fire teeth at people? <laughs> That is so gross. <laughs> you know, when you squeeze a spot, can you just squeeze hard enough no, on your, on your Like gun? a porcupine <laughs> spine, you know? The porcupine is there, and if you come near it, it's going to fire a spine at you. It doesn't fire there at you. It just sort of releases it from its body, doesn't it? It doesn't fire a spine, does it? <laughs> sure. Fire a spine. I porcupines could fire them. But... I thought I it wasn't just passive. What? I thought they could Fine. eject their spine. Compulsion. I, Jesus, have I been wrong about porcupines this whole time? They're scary. Porcupine spine fire. <laughs> Welcome to RP like, Geeks, where we Google stuff. Porcupines cannot shoot them at predators, as oh. once thought. Oh. That's National Geographic. That's... Yeah. Oh. So but also, what's the difference between a quill and a spine? Oh. Quills have got little hooks on the end. Oh, you write with them. That's why they're super bad because they um they hook into your flesh and they. Oh, they oh no! Here we go. Spine is a more general term for any hair that has been modified into a hardened spiked mm. structure, whereas a quill is a specific type of spine. Oh, if it comes God. from a hair. Simon, you're so important to this. <laughs> you have such uh, a good That would have just I could have just passed that non-fact lie yeah. straight yeah. through. Yeah, yeah. Don't but really all be very careful. I don't Nobody think anyone really us. trusts us, but like, no, you know, we do. <laughs> <laughs> the, the difference, if anybody wants to know, is that quills have a spongy core. Ooh. Ooh. Weird. Yikes. Yeah, there you go. 
Mm. Anyway, okay. look. Are there any animals that fire things? I reckon you could probably fire things. Mm. Is my point. But no, no, no. But we're not talking about fire because we're okay. just talking about how the thing could propel itself, right? Oh, okay. There fine. is a creature which propels itself through jet propulsion, right? Which could work for this. That creature okay. is a squid. squid. That's underwater. You don't get that just because you were like, squid. <laughs> look, you... <laughs> I wonder if you were going to ask. (laughs) (laughs) The way that it works, right, is it has two, like, you know, like a squid's little head, right? Sort of pokes out from this sort of collar, which is its body. Um, And it sucks in water through the collar into a space between the sort of the outside of its mantle and the inside of its body, right? It has a sort of like space all the way around the outside, a bit like a layer of clothing. It's like sucking it into, you know, your fleece, uh, but not your T-shirt. And then uh, it can crush that water space and eject it out of, you know, great. in this analogy, it's anus, I suppose. So you... I don't think they have anus. It's clearly not. Don't they have a specific jet? Yes, they have a siphon. A jet hole. They have a siphon. Yeah, siphon. They do. Okay. I just wanted to say the word anus, I'm sorry. So they... So my thinking is that we all fight constantly, you know, just know. it's hard for you. Yeah. And you I guys got... were winning and I just, it's been like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. I th- there are other species, aren't there? Like, yeah, uh, J- James Gurney is saying in Twitch chat right now, scallops. I think there are some mollusks. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Use it. yeah. Totes, totes. But there's, but in terms of like a sleek two-shaped object, which moves at speed, squid was as close as I found. Yeah. And... But I'm thinking that how do you do that with the air, right? Mm. Like you would basically have to be sucking in air into your sort of inner cavity incredibly quickly and then expelling it out and then doing that just at a massive speed. Sure. Um, it's just like, I don't know if it's feasible. You know, but... Well, the difference, also, right. So it comes down to the, um, right? like the, it's still propulsion. It's the momenta of the ejector that's the significant thing. Because if you, if you, push something out of you, you gain the same momentum in the other direction. So Emily Bates, stop it. Um, I wasn't doing anything. So if you are ejecting a fluid, the more dense the fluid is, given the same volume, the more momentum it's going to have at the same exit velocity. So air is just not going to give you very much momentum. Mm -hmm. We've also already Mm. established that you need enamel most of the way around in order to maintain protect your flesh from the vacuum of space which is not flexible and therefore can't be squeezed into shoot anything out so it's gonna have to go through the middle or like a, a layer that's very true unless and then yeah, have a unless you i guess that's created possible. a whole sort of yeah yeah um so i you know that that's not going to work in the vacuum of space as well it's a very good point right because oh, there's nothing right. to suck yeah. in <laughs> also out. the vacuum of space yeah i forgot about that if you so could just eject something though in space so it would work Yes, you could just like fire it from the mouth while it was in space, and but then have could some mouth move. Could you eat? Yeah, could they eat things that they can then reject? Can the tooth eat? What tooth can a for? tooth eat? Yeah, yeah. So does a tooth then or have a little drink. mouth that goes nom, 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 <laughs> with little yeah. baby teeth in it? <laughs> yeah, I'm so confused as to how we've got here. What's and in the uh, mouth of a tooth? Teeth, tiny what? teeth. <laughs> But then what's in their mouth? It's like that's unknowable. Has anyone, has anyone watched The Apprentice? It's teeth all the, the way down. <laughs> in the new season of The Apprentice, they had to design advertising for a toothbrush, and they, they one team made a little cartoon tooth, but the cartoon tooth had teeth. It was horrible. <laughs> it was awful. 
I'm going to find a picture of it and send it to you all. Thanks. Put it in the Discord. Everyone, I think everyone go on our Discord. There's weird stuff <laughs> there. We're sorry. <laughs> Content warning, buddy. All right. Weird teeth. Yeah. I've had a long final... day, and I think that mental image is just the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> like, let me let more. me purge that image with more. you for the the final the final thing I have to throw at this right, which you probably already guessed anyway, is the bombardier beetle, right? Ooh, Can I had not guessed. What is this propulsion? The yeah. bombardier beetle basically has two compartments somewhere inside it, which store one of which stores hydroquinone and one of which stores hydrogen peroxide, which is bleach. And then it fires the two solutions together where its bum is. And when they combine, they basically react and boil. And then um, that boiling water is ejected as a jet, which it uses and directionally, it can directionally use this to ward off attacking predators. And it's incredibly powerful and how, very painful. How long is the recharge time on a bombardier beetle? Great question. Yeah. Short rest. <laughs> <laughs> you roll a, you have to roll a five or a six on a d6, I guess. <laughs> but I thought maybe that would be a way that it could get an initial boost before That'd be switching great. to the, the yeah. mantle mm -hmm. sort of system. Yeah. But yeah. then it's about like, how do you biosynth how do you synthesize those chemicals biologically? And actually that's not known, I don't think, in how the bombardier beetle does it. There's also, like a whole, whole chemical pathway have to because you could just you could even stock up if you're fueling your team which it was out brings of fuel, me to my right? final thought right yeah what if the tooth was way bigger at the start because it was full of tooth fuel and, it, oh. and sure. you're just seeing it oh that's so beneficial oh and then eventually it would just like it would that's just why, dissolve around you and that's why the, the person was like crammed into this tiny ship like going, like, I hope I don't have to go any further because I'm really running out of room. Yeah. yeah, there's like a tooth salesperson who's like, yeah, and like there's loads of space you can fit your but whole family. He's just <laughs> taking the like... tooth berry back. So what's he gonna do? He's gonna <laughs> breathe in, squeeze. Yeah. Or is this a James and the Giant Peach type situation? In that originally, like there's the capsule in the middle, and originally there was way more enamel. Mm. <laughs> like mm. and that got ablated. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Yeah, 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 I can go yeah, with that. That works as well. More space in the middle. Wow. Space. We've veered I think we've really so nailed it. And I've loved we've, we've, we've learned a lot about teeth. Have we've... we? <laughs> <laughs> about... Red some, some tabs that I have open now are like, what teeth are in your mouth? Teletubbies, fire slugs, and then the minute. cartoon tooth from The Apprentice. What teeth are outside your mouth is the bigger <laughs> question. It's just... Look, my I'm, that's a great question. There must be some. Oh no! Some when I, animals before have I had braces, teeth, one of my teeth, would, one of my teeth, what? I could put over my lip when it was closed. My mouth was closed. Oh, I no. swear, this is, there's some animals that have that. Oh, it's, it's sea cucumbers. They have um, anal teeth. No, anal teeth. But they're all anal. Why? Like yeah. they're just one. Isn't massive that because their mouth is their anus as well? Yeah, they're they're like a tube. There's no reason anus. to have yes, anus teeth. Otherwise, we're getting into like vagina dentata territory, right? So. Not if you're a sea cucumber. Oh, yeah. God, some of these. I'm closing that tab. There is a because. Uh, Are you Nate's looking at sea D &D cucumber anal teeth? Saying, <laughs> there is a horror movie about vagina dentata with uh, which called Teeth, which I have watched and it's very funny, but also horrendous. I'm gonna wrap this up before we get even more <laughs> not safe for work than we've already been. The whole oh, episode. Um, 
thank you everyone for joining us joining us live watching us on youtube listening to the podcast um if you liked hanging out with our weird chat and fun adventures then come back next week uh, and also shout out say hi on social media we're at rp geeks dnd that's dnd um on most of the social medias we're on twitter we're on youtube we're on tiktok we're on instagram mm-hmm. follow us TikTok. And we'll be in real life. We're coming to a city near you. What? Maybe. I mean, I don't when? know. I'm just, I'm just anticipating in the future we might be. This We're is good. Add it. It's good. Add it. Keep Get going. Your tickets now. <laughs> People will find this in the end. They'll be like, "Holy shit! They are touring." Me. <laughs> Actually, we tour first. We stream a D and D game almost every week, along with some science chat. And this year, we're also going to start mixing it up. Um, around once a month, we're going to have some different kind of games, different kind of science themed games, board games, video games, TTRPG one shots. We're hoping to have some exciting guests if we ever get organised enough for that. We're, we're on it. We're sorry. We'll, we'll go on it. Try. Um, so yeah, for the one shots, even if you're not caught up on the podcast on YouTube, keep an eye out. Um, on our socials so that you can join us for the one shots and, mm-hmm. and specials and one-offs Boop. brilliant okay in that case that's it for this week we'll see you next time goodbye Bye. we're sorry bye, bye. sorry, sorry. So, sorry. Bye. So, sorry. So, sorry. <laughs>